it's like having two twins one of them went through college and university got a degree and now has like a family with three kids a big back garden semi-detached house just living a great life and then the twin uh skipped college to become an alcoholic and is now in the back garden wearing a white hood and burning crosses <laughs> but because of that drunk they're going i'm burning you like that's how i view the parallels between twitch and kick Welcome to episode 7 of Cheat Codes Aren't Cheating. I am your host, Yorkshire Bobber, joined by my co-host, the lovely Dark MCR. Say hello, Sam. Hello. And joining us today, a very special guest. You've heard his voice before. Anyone on Twitch has seen his lovely, lovely face and bandana before. Felix, give everyone a wave. Say hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> How are we both today? Are we ready and raring to go? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm... You... I'm... Currently cheersing a monster with you. Cheers. <laughs> I don't. I didn't have time to make coffee. <laughs> Imaginary can then. Yeah, I'm just yeah. pretending. Just drink your I've, can got, I've got an empty bottle. Check your can on this... your face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So have you, both, have you both had chance to do your homework that I gave you? Absolutely. I did. Yes. Sam did it whilst he was sleeping in till ten. <laughs> you can fuck right off. I have opened all of the tabs on my browser, so I can at least click through them. <laughs> so I, I haven't really figured out a proper order to do them in, because normally they kind of I have like a flow to them, but all of these seem to be the very much separate entities. The only one I know for a fact is we're going to do the Q&A bit at the end. So we're just going to go through them in the order that I sent them both to you guys. So first one is... The fact that we've now got a release date for the Borderlands movie. And I'm not going to lie. I saw the August bit. I never saw the 2024 bit. I thought it was this year. It wasn't until I got it up on my screen. Three going live that I realized. No, it's a year away. I mean, I'm not so upset about that. I think if it was this year, it would have been so rushed. We've had no information about it apart from who's going to be playing who. Mm. Like, you would have expected to see at least some character like like actors in the characters and stuff or a trailer yeah, <laughs> yeah to be fair like that, yeah. <laughs> when i did see the announcement i did go online to see if i'd missed out on watching a star-studded hollywood trailer for the movie but i just think no. it's a weird cast i when... mean i i love the actors that are in it but i know what you mean it's just a bit like are you doing this for the names in the film or are you doing this because they're actually going to be because I personally am really excited to see uh, Jack Black as Claptrap Jack I feel Black like that's going to be amazing I Perfect. feel like is it yeah. who's playing um, Lilith. Lilith she's playing Lilith that's yeah. going to be amazing I think Jamie, Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis is Oh, that's going to be I great. I don't like Jamie Lee Curtis. No, Jamie Lee Curtis is awesome. Then again, in, 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 the, in the games, I don't particularly like Tannis, so it might work. Okay. <laughs> it's going to work out then. What are your guys' thoughts? Now, I think it's completely wrongly cast. Roland. Kevin Hart as Roland. Shit casting. Oh, Kevin Harris Roland. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that one. I look at it this way: how, how tall is Kate Blanchett? 
She's oh, fucking like, massive. She's like, isn't she like six foot? Yeah. Hold on. And Kevin Hart's like two foot four. Like, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is like, Roland's supposed to be quite this tall, kind of intimidating military character. And then you've got Kevin Hart, who is four foot three and still sounds like a, a squeaker on a Modern Warfare 2 lobby. And it's like... I tell you what, I, w I would probably have cast the guy that plays Mbaku from Black Panther. Yes! As oh, Roland. yeah. Yeah, that's his name Hart. now. I'm blanking on his name, but he's such a great actor. He's like, Win I, is it Winston I, Duke? I'm sure I that's his I'm name. Sure. I'm sure it's Winston Duke. I mean, the obvious thing would have been because yeah, of, like, yeah. old and muscular and stuff would be Dwayne Rock Johnson, but he's give someone else a look in. I think but Dwayne also, Johnson I think would have been a good Salvador, been. to be fair. From, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see um Dwayne Johnson as Roland just because I think that that doesn't quite fit for me. No. Mostly yeah, it doesn't it doesn't fit because like that's just not who um Dwayne Johnson is really. But also I don't think that would fit in the sense that like Roland is like Roland is a black character. And Dwayne Johnson is, um, true. He's, I forgot he's, where he's from. He's away. He's, he's somewhere. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, it's it's not quite there, and I can see that being like a problem on you know online and in the yeah. community and stuff like that. So it's like, like I'm just, I just realized I've sat there saying that so and so playing Salvador, but then I'm like, hang on a minute, Danny Trail's the perfect choice for someone like Salvador, in my opinion. I know he's not like as fat, but <laughs> I'd love to see Danny Trail. What oh, annoys me though is that's one person we could have had Dwayne Johnson playing if he was in it. I've not seen a casting for anyone playing Brick. Brick uh... Brick's a big hench dude from the first game because you got Brick and Mordecai. Neither of them two are mentioned in it. Which I think oh, is I'm, just, I'm just having a look now, and you've got the guy that's playing Krieg. Is a woman. I'm pretty sure. Florian. Right, no, it's, he's the guy. Oh, sorry, yeah, Krieg's the psycho. Yeah, who am I thinking yeah. of? <clears throat> oh, he's he's the no. He's got he's the one-handed person from Shang Chi. Yeah. Um. Oh, who the bloody hell am I thinking of? General Knox, I believe. Maybe is it General Knox? Uh, yeah. Commander Knox. Yeah, General Knox, Commander Knox, whatever. That's uh, been oh. gender swapped in the film, which. Oh, is that right? I'm not. In this day and age, I couldn't give a fuck if you swap someone's gender. I just hope they've swapped it to someone who's going to give a good performance and it's not just purely because of what's between oh. their legs. I've, I've yeah, just re I remembered that, yeah. a um, topic that I should have suggested, which kind of goes into this adaptation y thing. Go ahead. Small soldiers. The game. No, the animated. There was a CG trailer I... that came out a couple of weeks ago, and it's for a game that's coming. If that's what you're thinking of. I thought that it was for a fucking. No, it was really a I mean, it's... movie. No, there's one that there's one that dropped a while back, and it was a female character leading them. If that's what you're thinking of, because the main yeah. leader of the Gorgonites isn't in the trailer either. Um, that's, I believe, is a, a an announcement trailer because I think it's a games company that dropped that. I think it's a video game that's coming. 
Uh, okay, I, I retract it's my previous not, it's statement. It's not toy soldiers, it's small soldiers. Toy soldiers is about them kids in that school. <laughs> Come, common misconception, there is another movie called Toy Soldiers, and it's the one that came out in the same year as Small Soldiers, except Toy Soldiers is about small people, a.k.a. kids, and Toy Soldiers... Small Soldiers, small soldiers. is about toys... Just to mind fuck you. It, honestly though, I make films. the same. I make the same mistake. I was literally sat here the other day, so we were scrolling through streaming services, and Small Soldiers came up, and then Toy Soldiers did, and it. I always make the fucking mistake, so it's all right. Mm. It's, it's I'll so back you on this to, one. But like, it's so easy to do though, because like I said, they, they dropped. I think they dropped even the same year, a couple of years apart. You've got Toy Soldiers which isn't about toys and small soldiers which is about toys oh yeah. that was good fucking marketing <laughs> oh no man someone hates us like it's just yeah i haven't not... i haven't seen either of them to be fair this is the first time i'm hearing about any of this oh small soldiers is fucking outstanding you need to give that one a watch i always remember the line and sam will know what i mean when they're in that garden it's like what you packing tiny Packing, packing you, and then he shoots him with the net. <laughs> that is the one <laughs> line that always sticks with me. The budget for small soldiers was forty mil, mate. That's like a third of a Game of Thrones episode. Shit. Ooh, that, that I mean, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know why, but my brain is now gone. Um, <laughs> Okay. I was kind of hoping that it was lower. I was going to say I'm the Final Fantasy Advent Child. I hoped that that was around the 40 mil mark. No, that was more. Oh. There's another one that actually. Talking about Final Fantasy movies, I thought that Final Fantasy King Glaive thing or whatever they did for the release of Final Fucking Fantasy great. 15. Fucking outstanding movie. I yeah. have not seen it because I wanted to play the game first and I have not finished it yet. <laughs> well, it, it takes place in the same, in line with the events of the game. Yeah. It's just, it, follows, there is a... it follows different people, so you can watch them in either order. It doesn't matter, but it's a great game. I... Yeah, it's like because there is a bit in the game. I think it's right before the time skip that the film happens. Um, it like fills in some of the gaps of like what happened um, back home in the kingdom or whatever it was. Yeah. Wait, what? Time skip? Spoilers? Shit. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, uh, no there... it's not like he's told everyone that Noctis becomes Batman. <laughs> <laughs> they have turned around though we're going off on such a fucking tangent about loads of different movies oh yeah but they have turned around and said actually that this um reboot of the superman stuff i believe they've said that that's in pattinson's universe which I'm excited oh. for because Nathan Fillion is playing Green Lantern, and that brings me so much joy. Because he's honestly Nathan he's, Fillion just needs every acting role because he's just perfect. The biggest injustice in cinema history is that they waited until Nathan Fillion was too old to play Nathan Drake to do an Uncharted movie. 
<laughs> no, the biggest injustice was, making was taking. Your dad move it. <laughs> no, no, it was um, Nathan <laughs> Fillion playing the captain in Firefly and the film Serenity for them to cancel Firefly after the first season, do one film, yet the whole franchise is so beloved by people. I mean, it's got fuck. It's got everyone. I've never watched it. Oh, I mean, mate, I'm sorry. It, it's so good. It's basically like the Millennium Falcon stories um, of Han Solo and Chewie, but huh. with like the guy that plays the resident alien. Um, Chewbacca. I'm pretty sure. Um, just shut up. No, the, the the TV show Resident Alien, the guy that plays the main character. Right. Um, Deadpool's girlfriend. Oh, she's Nathan hot. Fillion. Um, Is it Marina I'm, Baccarat or something her name? I, I, she's hot. I'm, I'm really bad with names. She was my yes, favourite part of Gotham. Yes. Well, no, I tell a lie. Uh, Riddler and Penguin were my favourite part of Gotham. But she was <clears> up there. But yeah, go back to the Borderlands movie. Anyway. I was going to say, do you want to do Borderlands? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, don't take me back. <laughs> Do we think it's going to be shit? I don't think so. I think it's going to be pretty fun. I think it's going to be a fun experience. But I think that we will need to look at it as a, its own separate unit, as its own separate sort of like yeah. movie canon, movie universe. You know, this is like a separate thing. Uh, I had the same thing come into when uh, they released the new Tomb Raider movie. And I watched it and I was watching it like, this is not Tomb Raider game. Uh, this is the, not, you know, uh, this is not... Yeah, that's, that's the one. Such a and shit the... film. Uh, do you know what? what? But like the thing you is, say it's, it's like a shit film. I don't think it was so bad. What the issue is, it fall. It basically took the exact story of Tomb Raider. Was it 2013, 2012? The Tomb 2013, Raider 2013, 2013. It took yeah. the exact same story as Tomb Raider 2013. Took out the cool shit, added some mediocre forward roles, and said, "That's cinema." Who the signs off on that shit but like this is what i mean they're like um it started and and i was watching it like first of all they take some of the characters and like jonah for some reason is this scrawny ass skinny yeah. sailor in japan Yay. and it's like i'm sorry no jonah is this absolutely massive guy from hawaii who is here to protect yeah. me and i love him for is it. he from but is no, he hawaii but I, I didn't know if he was i, uh, I don't really know i can't remember actually, maori. i always get confused where maori people are from I can't remember where 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 Joe oh, is New from. Zealand. Actually, um, either way, I, what 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 I was um, like getting on there was that, yeah, it was like this is nothing like Tomb Raider movie uh, games, but then it is a Tomb Raider movie. It's its own separate thing. They they did it on their, their own separate canon, and they gave it a really cool twist. Like, I'm not gonna spoil it for if um, Felix, your hair is different color. It is. It's pink. Um, but like, uh, I'm not gonna spoil it if anyone wants to watch it, but like, that's what I think it's gonna happen with the Borderlands movie. It's like, they're probably gonna take their own twist on it, and it's gonna be great in its own way, but it's not gonna be Borderlands games. And I, I think a lot of people are gonna get like upset about that. I do feel like it's gonna lean into the satirical side that the games do. And that's mm. a, that's one reason I think it may work with Kevin Hart, is I think they're gonna have loads of scenes where he looks really, 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 really tall. And then people are going to meet him and he's going to step down from like a soapbox or something. Oh, they're definitely like, going to do that, yeah. He's still looking at someone's face and he just steps down and it's just... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just... I, you know, 
you know, when you were talking about it, like how tall are the car the the actors? I I had looked it up, and um, Kate Blanchett is five eight, and Kevin Hart is five two. Oh, I really want to see how oh. this is gonna work. <laughs> the thing is, it I reckon that the film is going to be fucking fantastic. The cast that they've got has a lot of potential. I think mm. some of the casting choices are bad, but if you're comparing like video game to movie adaptations what do you think of i think of the warcraft movie I didn't brilliant like multiplayer that. game but warcraft movie to most fans was shit i, I liked it, it personally but i think with because it was trying to take a serious look it wasn't trying to be funny in it at all which i think is where mario succeeds because it doesn't yes. take itself too seriously i couldn't get into the warcraft movie but then again i don't know anything about the world so for me I, it was just boring there is the problem with like i haven't seen it but from from what i heard is that the warcraft movie does tackle things that are like very tightly directed to the story of the world of warcraft yeah. story you know world and it's like if you don't know much about it you know no you're not gonna know the characters like you don't know you're not gonna know who Sour is and what he did and all that shit. You know, so is that like, the main orc dude in it? Uh, it's no. one of the main orcs. <laughs> oh, in the movie, I have no, I have no idea who is in the movie. I was just picking random characters. In 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 the movie, it's around the time of the Dark Portal. It it it's a good storyline, and they did. I think they did it very well. I mean, to to the point where I now own three physical copies, all sealed of the Warcraft movie, a digital yeah. version, and. I bought it on YouTube, nice. so I liked no, see, it I, that much. I definitely want to watch it. I didn't want to because I wanted to like play a bit of World of Warcraft before I do, um, but I just there is just so much to World of Warcraft. I haven't even finished Shadowlands yet. I haven't even bought Dragonflight yet. So like, I might as well just watch the movie because <laughs> it's not going to fucking ever happen. Trying to think of what other video game movies we've got because we've obviously we've had Mario recently, we've had Mortal Kombat, which I Sonic, quite, Sonic, the Sonic movies, great, but again they don't take themselves too seriously. The Mortal Kombat's do take themselves a bit more seriously, but they're really cheesy in my opinion. But I like that. It feels like watching an old school kung fu movie mm. in places, which I think I think is great. I think the fact that we're getting a second one of them, awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uncharted, now hear me out. Uncharted isn't a bad film. It's a bad adaption from the game to a movie. Mm. But I do not think it is actually an inherently bad film. I actually think the film is pretty sound. It's it's pixel an adaptation, though. Okay. Pixel is just... <laughs> Pixel's okay, just... here we go. I'm <laughs> Two movies, well, three movies to check it out there. Prince of Persia. I like them films. Assassin's Creed. Uh, no, I've never I, seen it. I feel like they should have just ditched the modern day stuff and just stuck with the... like the Spanish stuff. But and then the Ratchet English. and Clank movie. There's a Ratchet and there Clank. There is a Ratchet and Clank movie? I, no, I think I knew this existed because I'm pretty sure I mentioned it the other day. But I've never watched I'm it. I'm Googling is it, this is it right now. Is it actually any good? 
It's it, it's on Amazon Prime. It's like an hour and ha- hour and a half. I thought it was well, all right Far Cry for like has a, a movie. That's yeah. gotta be shit. I have I have not played any uh, like Far Cry games let, nor much the movies. Let's I don't know. face it, the games are exactly good. Other than oh, the, it's no, the gameplay, the, the Far, Far Cry movie was good. really fucking good. Was it? I knew, yeah. that, I knew there was a little YouTube short movie thing that they made in line with three, which was okay. But I didn't no, know no, there was the... an actual full-fledged movie for it. Oh, yeah. Monster Hunter movie. I'm yet to watch that, but I've heard so many negatives. You, you, you Bro, know there what? is a Monster Hunter movie? Holy yeah, shit. Got, yeah, um, it's got um, Mila Jovovich. Mila Shashafesh. You know what? As, if, you don't, if you've never played the Monster Hunter franchise, watching the Monster Hunter movie, it is good. And it has an... Oh, that is a good one to bring up. Doom. Ah, yeah. I've not the watched Doom the Doom movie. movie. I've heard it. The Doom movie. Seen. Best part of it was the first-person shooter aspect at the very fucking end when it takes it from, like, real-life people to actually... Like the game and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It it it's it's like proper going down corridors and I, stuff. It's I great. I heard one of the things about Doom though is it's one of them the movie was that shit that it became a beloved cult classic. Is, is that, that then is that about right, Sam? You, you, I'm assuming you're the one that's seen it, so. Mate, the Doom movie was one of the films I was watching when I came up to see you. That was one of my films that I was watching on the way back. Was it? Yeah. Um, th- the thing is with the Doom movie, I think it was the fact of the star-studded cast. Like, you had the likes of um, the guy in Thor. Uh, um, it's the guy from The Boys. Um, Carl Butch. Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. So you've got him, you've got Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you've got a couple of other faces. And I think it was just, it was early days of The Rock acting. But from a like video game, what the video game is to what the movie was, it was very accurate and very good. I just think they could have changed it up a little bit. They could have got better cast or whatever. And as I said, the there's an ending, a last sequence before the end of the film that goes from recording to CGI video game running down corridors, and it is perfect. My favourite part of the movie. My favourite movie, based off of a video game, Tron Legacy. Oh! <gasps> Yes. I, like, I did like I, Tron. I liked the first Tron. It's cheesy, it's not aged well, but I love it. Tron oh, yeah. Legacy, I feel like the reason that failed so hard was because it was ahead of its time. I feel like that movie still to this day, special effects and everything, stands up so well. I Tron did Legacy like the, the comes Tron out. Legacy. Tron Legacy, if it was released around the time of Cyberpunk 2077, mm-hmm. would have that would have box been office. completely different. And yeah, as Goody said, Daft Punk doing the soundtrack for yeah. it in its entirety. I've still got this the digital download for the soundtrack that I do listen to when I'm just in, trying to get in the headspace. Well, it's when you look at the stuff, the stuff they did with that CGI in Tron, like the fact that you've got two Jeff Bridges, one of them de-aged. 
That no, de-aging yes. tech they used then, I don't think anyone's actually managed to do de-aging to that extent and have it look that good. Like Since... when you when you look at when you look at the CG now backwards on it, it's just like yeah, you can tell it's CG because the older technology was used, but it is like phenomenal for what it was. Thing is, it it's it's one of those with a really good cast, with a really good story, really good soundtrack. It was just all the pieces fit together perfectly. It was just the wrong time. There is a neutron in the oh. works. It we've got it's it's Felix time. It's it is um, gay time. Sorry, <laughs> we've got it's Jared Leto. Annoyingly, but who knows? He might might be one of his good ones i can't wait from say it's troning time um it's got cameron monaghan which i'm excited for and there was somebody else who was recently announced i can't remember what it was called there was a tron video game that you i believe ubisoft made it as well that came out shortly after tron legacy that yeah. game yes, was yeah, fucking it was... amazing i, I love that game is it on Steam? I actually had no idea it comes on Steam. I thought it was abandoned way now. I didn't realize you could still get it on Steam. No, no, yeah. That's I, I, the thing. So I think it was a part of an Ubisoft pack that I got years oh, ago. Shit, you're right. It is on there. But oh, no, wait, I, this, this I got true. it on Steam. Like, wait, wait, hold on. There is a lot of Tron games on Steam. <laughs> is it this one? Tron Ares? Is it this project? I think yeah, it's, it's... Jared Leto, yeah. Uh, Sarah Desjarins, I have no idea who she is, apparently she's in Yellow Jackets. Cameron, Cameron Monaghan, um, anybody else? It's just them three at the minute that have been announced. But I'm so looking I mean, forward to it. Tron Identity, which is a bit... Mm. Is that, that looks a lot like a, um, almost like a, uh, what is it called? Uh, like a visual novel style. Yeah, it's it. I don't think it's on there. I don't think Tron Legacy is on here. Well, Tron, Le Tron no, Legacy is the movie, I think. Yeah, but they they made the they, they game made a out of that movie. I don't the, think it was I, it was called Tron Evolution. It wasn't called Legacy. <gasps> that's right, Evolution. That's the one. Outstanding game. I loved it. It was on. It was on Steam. I'm pretty sure you could probably find it. So on another I'm website. I'm pretty sure it's abandoned where now. So I might go looking for it at some point. See, there's is entirely possible it's still on, still on Steam. You just can't buy it there anymore. It's the same when they released the new Skyrim version, and like Skyrim Legendary Edition is no longer available on Steam. But you can still like get it from different website as a Steam code. Um. So apparently the actual developer of the game is don't, don't exist anymore, so I imagine it probably will be abandoned where now. Oh, that's a shame. Let me check whether I can... Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll do that after the podcast. Yes. I'm not installing games we'll look, right now. We'll look into that <laughs> off, off podcast, yeah. But while we're talking about video game adaptions, we did just talk about Assassin's Creed. That does give us our nice segue to our next topic, which is a really mm. interesting topic, and I really want to check it out because I imagine between that and a VR headset, it could be pretty fucking awesome. A company um, called Owo, or as I like to call it, Elwell, is making <laughs> a haptic gaming suit. Yeah. In, in to release alongside Assassin's Creed Mirage. Okay. Now, speaking as someone that's done the VR situation and won the haptic suits and stuff, if if they do it well they can shut up and take my money. 
Mm. Whatever headset I have to buy, I'll buy it. Whatever haptic suit cost I have to pay, I will pay it. If if Assassin's Creed Mirage is going to be the VR game to make VR games amazing i imagine they've got to have to do some sort of vr for a mirage because otherwise it feels to me it feels pointless doing a haptic suit outside of vr i don't know if that's just me See, um well you, you've got the same sort of thing on uh, the ps5 controller because the ps5 controller does have haptic feedback um you know so it's like and I know that's just on your hands, but it's like sometimes, have you ever been to like, I think they're called 4D cinemas or something yeah. like that, where like the seats have like little like pins on them and shit. So that like when you watch like a um, an action movie and like a character gets stabbed or something, you feel it like on your back because it like it, it like it like shoots up like a yeah. blood thing into your back. I think that's it could work in that sort of way. So it's like even if you don't have a VR headset, you can still like do it and feel it, but obviously with a VR headset, it's probably going to be much better. Yeah, I, th I, I think from a general standpoint, the fact that a big franchise is saying, "Look, we're going to do a haptic suit alongside our game that's going to be coming out," it brings a lot of eyes to the VR and the haptic suit sort of thing. Yeah, and it I, it could be good. Well, it said here. Uh, Haptics firm Owo's Mirage theme tie-in has been created in partnership with Ubisoft and looks something like an extremely snug short sleeve shirt, albeit packaged alongside various bits of hardware. While wearing one, players can experience multiple different sensations that reflect those in Assassin's Creed Mirage's uh, protagonist Basim. Owo says these sensations will include the likes of impacts and parkour, with standard version of Haptic Suit able to mimic 30 different sensations, including axe wounds, insect bites, severe abdominal wounds, and ball. Don't know ball? what ball means. But apparently <laughs> okay. <they can> mimic <laughs> it. All I'm thinking is if they do a full body fucking Haptic Suit, I'm getting a VR headset and I'm going and finding Pan Am. <laughs> Yorkie, I'll talk to you after. There is somewhere that we can go. Oh, yes! come on. I'll get the dog food. Uh, I am That's just looking at the. That's a joke, isn't it? Fuck it out. And I'm told me to eat dog food. I fucking would. Ah, oh, still would, you know. Oh. Anyway, I am looking into the technology of Ovo haptic suits right now, and <laughs> it seems to be at the moment uh, priced at around five hundred dollars. Yeah, I saw uh, the price is, tag too. Yeah, it is recharge. It is a wireless, and it is rechargeable, which is like that's that's amazing. That's I love one thing that. I was worried about. Because if you did want to use it with a VR setup, that's one more wired tether you'd have to manage. Yeah, but it's. It seems that like the Ovo suit specifically is wireless and rechargeable, which yeah. will make it much much better for a game like um, Assassin's Creed, where there is a lot of like movements and shit. Now I know that. So the haptic shirt is obviously thinner than what a normal haptic suit for VR is going to be. I mm. want to know if they've got like a crossover or sort of like able to use it away from assassin's creed well, Mirage, that's the thing. Whether it's an expensive it piece up. of kit limit to limit to one game isn't it yeah if you're if you're going to be able to wear it like a normal shirt and stuff <laughs> and have it with your vr like vr chat again we'll talk about it later um 
then that is going to be perfect. Like 500 quid for a haptic it's suit. Not, yeah, I know, right. and I know a few of the other ones like started at like five, 600 quid, maybe even like the top branded ones, like a grand. But mm, that's. Just... Oh, you know what I'm, what I'm looking, I'm looking at like the overall list of range of sensations. One of them is shot with exit wound. That sounds oh, fucking painful. I see. I want to try it, but yeah. then I just think, well, like, I just think of where does it stop? Because I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show Upload with Robbie Amell. Yes. I'm just thinking. Yeah. So you'll know what I, I'm just thinking of that last, basically fingering herself in that bathtub, in what is basically <laughs> an as the bag for life suit, because it's a ha- it's a haptic yeah. suit. So she can have sex with a virtual boyfriend who's dead. Like, where oh, does it stop? Yeah. I mean, I know. Well, that's I, the I, thing. It's a weird thing, but Assassin's Creed's a perfect game for it because of stuff like the Animus in the game. It's the perfect mm. game to introduce this to more. The, the Animus is basically like your full dive from Sword Art Online or the headset. Yeah, you just literally. said Sword Art Online next, yeah. Yeah. Or you're talking um, Ready Player One. All of those mm, sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. Like. It, Assassin's Creed is the perfect game to try and bring its own haptic suit, and even if it's a haptic suit that isn't te- like with any VR attached, just having haptic suit gets more look, or like more yeah. eyes on it. Honestly, I don't think we're going to be too far to uh, behind like an Assassin's Creed full VR game where you've got a haptic suit, full body and controls. Like- and you've got um, like a whole just like one well, big room where you walk around and like, just head past the map and stuff. I know they are bringing back some form of Assassin's Creed VR. I remember them announcing it. Uh, it's like, I don't know if any of you ever played the old Assassin's Creed multiplayer when you'd all be in a map and you'd get given a target and you had to sort of blend in with the NPCs and try and sneak oh, around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bringing that back, but in full VR. That's interesting. And I want to see that happen. It would be very interesting. Um, I'm looking at the sensations library, they call it, on the Over website, and honestly, some of these are absolutely crazy. Like, yeah, one of them is just called Ball, which I'm not entirely sure what's going to be. But you've got stuff like Impact is like Ball, Darts, Shots, Exit Wounds, Severe Abdominal Wounds, Bleeding, Chest Daggers, Insect, insect Bites, and shit like that. On the interactions, you've got stuff like Heavy Lifting, Push Heavy Objects, Collisions insect landing on your skin and then there's like experience and it's shit like wind fast driving idle stressed strange sensation free fall i really don't know how that this is this is fucking crazy i mean it it's going to be massive yeah and i think when you're playing a game as i said outside of vr if you're playing a game and you're feeling the damage it's going to take a whole new meaning to some of these challenge streamers and content creators that want to do like a zero damage. If they take any damage in the game whatsoever, they restart. That mm. would be the that would be the perfect thing because you wouldn't be able to yeah. brush it off or hide it because you physically had an because axe you feel hit it. you in the yeah. chest mm-hmm. or an arrow go straight through you. You're not going to be able to like hide that, are you? It'd be interesting to see stuff like this using, is it Pavlov? Is that the VR tactical shooter? Having that and getting getting shot in the shoulder and feeling it. Uh. Well, they've already got that with a few haptic suits, but if this new haptic suit from Uwu... Oh, well, yeah, from Uwu. (laughs) If the new haptic suit adds more feeling and more senses and stuff that makes you feel properly, because the other haptic suits is um, kind of 
from what I've seen, it's like hexagons. Yeah. Whereas this will be hopefully a full shirt kind of thing where it's just strips upon strips of all these sensors yeah. that make the yeah. sensations. Then if that's the case, Pavlov is going to be like anything in VR is going to be amazing. Like you could have like cold, if there's like heat and stuff, um, forewarned and phasmophobia, you could have really cold oh, things hitting you in your haptic suit. Pavlov and um, Ghosts of Tolba, which is the Escape from Tarkov um, VR game. Those two, really good. If this is going to be far beyond what we've got with haptic suits already. And then you've also got like, oh, it's it, it the, the, oh, the possibilities are fucking endless. Haptic suit for Phasmo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be fun. Now, to be fair, though, I saw a thing the other day where someone got a VR mod for Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. And since then, I want to play Red Dead 2 in VR. Red Dead 2 VR with a haptic suit. You would never catch me playing anything else in my life. <laughs> I would there, be in love with that. There's a... I can't remember. I need to speak to my VR guy. But there is something out there that you can convert the controls and the movement via a program to play old school games. In VR? Now... Imagine oh, the old Doom. Silent Hill or Resident Evil. Bro, with I would shit myself. Because <laughs> um, Resident Evil 4 is already VR converted. Yeah. it's it's a, The full game is converted to VR. Mm. But imagine the original or the Silent Hills or something like that with this haptic suit if it made it feel realistic. Bless you, yeah, bitch. Thank you. Bless you. There is not that much more information on the, specifically the Assassin's Creed edition of the OVO suit, but uh, if you just go to the OVO website, there it is described in like excruciating details of like what the what the suit actually is doing. It looks absolutely amazing. It looks just phenomenal, really. I want. I, I, want, I, I want. think it's going to be a game changer. Mm. I want. I want that, and I want the PSVR too. Oh God, yeah, that together, fucking yeah. yes. Play that Not to new, mention um, like Horizon game. <laughs> oh yeah, when you when you look at the OVO um, game library, like which games are available to link to their suit, it's like a lot of games actually. Like even stuff like Counter Strike Global's Offensive. There's The Forest, which is available on the that suit. That could be interesting. Ooh. Um, Half Life, Alex, Halo Infinite, Apex Legends, Super Hot, super like hot would be good. yeah, Super Hot would be sick. Among Us is available as well. <laughs> I imagine that would hurt. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. But yeah, there's quite a lot of games that are available for the haptic suit of by Ovo, and so uh, from, I feel like from the looks of it, the haptic suit's going to be for flat mode, which means that the integration with like VR games. That could be really easy mega. to do. That's pretty good. I love that. I love that. That because the thing is, looking at it, it's like a fucking wetsuit shirt. Yeah. Compared mm. to the others, which is like a vest that you put on over you your like, clothes. Yeah. No, this one is like this is like, like direct, direct, direct on your skin. Yeah. Exactly. 
So if you could translate that to VR games and VR games get more and more, oh my God. Yeah, this could be an absolute game changer. Okay. And honestly, I would get it even if I didn't have a, a VR set and link it to my like a lot of games and just like sat on the sofa playing. I think it would just be a lot of fun. It would even be interesting. The only thing I'll say is, imagine if like it malfunctioned in some way. You're literally going from feeling the sensations of like video game stuff to Pain. taking part in like electro electrocuting BDSM. That's hot. Wearing um... a shirt that's gonna like electrocute <laughs> your nipples while you're playing. That's that's a really where good is, point. Where is the, where is the buy button? <laughs> oh my god. Put this on, Uncle. Um, uh, oh, it does right. come with also the uh, the thing that like if it's an actual shirt, I was worried about is it gonna fit everyone, but it seems like it comes in nine different separate sizes as well, which is the thing is though, if, you about, if you're making something for the video game community, you've got to bear in mind a lot of the video game community are either people that obsessed with games and never leave the room so they don't eat so they're malnourished. Or the rest of us, because we can't be asked cooking because we're too busy eating, only eat takeaway. Like me. So you've got to realise you're going to have people on either end of the spectrum of extremes in the gaming community. So they've got to, I feel like they've got to make quite a wide variety of sizes. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because you've got to have it fitting properly, haven't you? Otherwise, I imagine it. if you had a baggy one, I it's... don't think the effectiveness would work. No, you've, you've yeah, got to have all to of the sensors touching your skin. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like a wetsuit would be... It, it 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 has to be, but I think looking at it, the haptic suit from OO could be fucking fantastic. It does look like I, a game changer. I'm quite surprised at how under the radar it's flying. It's because it's not to do now. Everyone's kind of looking towards VR as being the next stage of gaming, and from the looks of the games, it's not anything to do with VR yet. But the thing uh, is, yeah. like, VR is always going to be a niche because you're always going to have them people who, like me wearing glasses, I struggle with VR sometimes because it fogs my glasses up. But yeah, people who get motion sick really easily. I feel like VR is always going to have that niche because there's always going to be people that don't work well with it. Whereas a haptic See, shirt, there's any anyone can put a shirt on. You know yeah, what I exactly. mean? I would I would have thought that like um VR headset would not have problems with glasses. Just because I I know it does, but like in my mind it's just like I mean, can you not just you know something on the glasses? I don't know. I don't really know how it works, but like you, wouldn't it you, you can buy little additional mods like for the quest two. There are additional mods to bring it out further so that your glasses don't rub up against the lenses and um have like little air vents to let it breathe in there so yeah. that they don't fog up and everything but, yeah i mean and that's, that's in, cool in... but like also also stuff like can you not just um like adjust the focus focal point the focus point on the actual glasses you know on the it, actual in the in theory you could but they only go to a certain extent now my, They've got like my, three eye, different my eyes are uh. really bad so I can't mm. get them to focus enough for my eyes, so I would have to put it on with my glasses on. Which, there's always enough room in there. It's not like it's uncomfortable. It's just because it's all confined and it gets warm in there, my glasses fog up. I used to have to get, I used to have some anti-fog spray that I used to put on my goggles when I did airsofting, and what I had to do was had to spray my glasses with that first. But it always left your glasses like really rocky afterwards. 
Oh. And he was he was annoying as shit. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's a cool experience. I'm looking forward to seeing where they take that. I'm not going to get one yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing See, sort of like after this one drops and people start picking it up. If I, have fi- if I have 500 quid to just throw away, you know? Like... I would yeah. probably get it because of the games that you can currently play. Like, just looking at the games, like you've got Bone Lab, which is, that's actually a VR thing. Beat Saber, that's VR as well. But the rest of it, it's like um, World of Warships, PUBG, Rocket League, Fortnite, League of Legends. Is Valorant. Red, is Red that, Dead Valorant on? could be fucking... No, Red, Red Dead it, is not on there yet. Just It isn't, that's but the cool. thing is, you could probably find another bit of software that would translate the sensors over. Yeah, yeah that's, probably. That's, that's the thing with like VR or anything. There's usually a app that will translate it over so that one one niche bit of equipment you've got will translate to a wider audience yeah it's just one of the things that i always instinctively sit out when i get damaged in a game anyway just because from all my history of playing multiplayer games it's quicker to sit out than to say i have been shot Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, could you imagine that now? All my parents used. To, my parents always used to say to me as a kid, "Why are you saying ow? It's not real." And now it's like you get shot and you start to go, "I'm dying!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, be shot in the dick. You know what I mean? Like, that's one thing I would be interested to see, though. Depending on where the shot lands, will that change where the sensation comes in? Harder, daddy. <laughs> Bad goodie, get you, back in your box. Yeah, you get punched in a game, and you just in your room, just, ah. And then you, and then you hear a knock at your door. And you've got, to, you've got to go answer the door in your underpants and a wetsuit shirt with a hard on. Going, sorry, I'm playing Fight Night with Mike Tyson. Oh my god! Like, yeah, could you I'm, 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 I'm playing Wii Sports. Do you know that black me with a goatee and the really angry eyes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What's his name? <laughs> Is it that Malcolm or something? I have no idea, but I know which one you mean. Oh, I'm gonna have to fucking Google this now. Hearing muffled screams and moans from uh, from like through the door. Yeah, that's gonna be us as parents or teenagers playing VR games in their rooms. What's it? I found him. What's it? His name's Matt. It was an M. Fuck it out. Matt, daddy. Uh, but that, that does lead me to, obviously, it's not going to be made in a way that it will actually hurt on your skin, right? But, like, how far will it go with, like, when a person gets shot and it's got, like, a, a, a shot with an exit wound? Knocking shit over. Uh, how, what, is, what is, like, the, you know, how, how much will you feel it? And, I, like, I compared am... to, like, the... I'd imagine what they would do is probably give you like a little sharp, quick pain, almost like a zap. And then mm. it'd probably be maybe like really hot in the area where it's happened. And then like s- s- gradual warmth around it, like the blood spreading through the clothes, maybe. That's how I imagine. Oh, but whether that's how it goes, I don't know. That's obviously I've never used one. So that that's how I'd imagine it would be. Because obviously they can't just make a a suit with like knives in it, right? So, <laughs> why not? Oh no, no. The the thing is, it will be electrocutions, it will be vibrations, and it will be heat pads that will, in a combination, make it feel like these things have happened. Like in the yeah. back, you'll feel it in the front, and as it will slowly cool down as the back gets hot, 
as it's like the arrows just gone exactly. directly yeah, through yeah. you. That's really cool. But when you said arrow go through, it uh, made me think, remember a random thing. This is so off topic. But I found out the other day. Do you know the dude in Skyrim who says I was an adventure, an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee? Yeah. Turns out yeah. in medieval times, taking an arrow to the knee is actually a, a figure of speech. It means it means they settled Bro. down and had a family. And only uh, you yeah. only now found out. <laughs> oh, you're telling me you guys already fucking knew this. Yeah, since yeah, like, so like, like 10 years, mate. <laughs> yeah. You can all suck a dick. I thought I'm sorry. I, I, thought I, I told love you. You're cool then. Mate, the game came out in like 2010. The game came out in like 2010, and I think yeah. I knew that like 10 you're years all, you're ago. You bastards. You could have just we love you really, Yorick. I'm sorry. You could have just played I'm along so and been like, oh, that's cool. I never knew that. And then just look at each other and be like, yeah, we kind of fucking knew that. No, do you, do you want to know why we didn't play along? Because it's content watching you freak the fuck out about yeah, this yeah, revelation yeah. of a game You're that you've invested mean. hundreds of hours. Yeah, we, are. we do like to, we do like to see you suffer. This is why we yeah. like to watch watching your stream. God damn it, these glasses! Right, oh, I think we've we've spoken we've... about the haptic suit. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's yes, let's move on to Sorry. another topic, kind of within the same line, um, with the game developer for Assassin's Creed Mirage. Is it? There has oh, been yeah, a, a there has been the news report um, from leakers and everything that Ubisoft is going to be closing inactive accounts, which is mm. also going to remove access to the purchased games on those accounts. Well, which apparently, is... we've had an update. Looking at this now, it's been updated. Ubisoft have apparently clarified that accounts with purchases are no longer eligible for deletion because that would be illegal. But okay, so I'm pretty sure that, they've that already deleted accounts with purchases on them. So they must have something there the to Yeah. I think the whole fact of closing inactive accounts, we've seen it on loads of different platforms. YouTube has done it loads of times, and you've seen big stream uh, big YouTubers go from like millions of views and they lose about five hundred thousand or whatever. It's normal to clear up the, the service and stuff. But when yeah. I heard about the removal of access to the purchased games, I mean, I personally went through both of my Ubisoft accounts, signed into them on this laptop just to make sure that my account wasn't yeah. one of those that well, gets that's removed. What, that's what made me wonder because obviously I have a lot of... Not so much actual purchases, purchases on my Ubisoft because I'm a console player, so I don't really use the PC side of it. But I have got like the in-game purchases. I can't say purchases today because I've got a blocked nose as opposed to like <laughs> actual games. Because I was wondering, because I obviously buy on the Xbox store or the PlayStation store and then play them, get these in-game purchases. Because I'm not logging in on a PC, I was like, will mine count as being inactive? Like they've not, think... they didn't clarify anything about it. I think from what I was researching, there was in certain cases, if you're on older generations of console, like the Xbox One or earlier, that still had, because you could download the Ubisoft app on these consoles to sign in to get the rewards. Yeah. And then you've obviously got the finding your friends and everything. I think for most cases, you would you would be fine because it automatically connects to the Ubisoft overlay player, get a friend library. Yeah. 
but there were cases that people on other platforms could potentially even like the Wii U and stuff like that, they would lose their Ubisoft purchases because the stores are now no longer available. Yeah. So they would lose their accounts and anyone that was playing on off, as an offline mode as well because you wouldn't have been seen as online. I'm just I'm... logging into my Ubisoft account now just in case, <laughs> actually, because I, I haven't logged in in a while. Um, I'm glad that they reversed it. It's kind of like the changes that they did with um, Twitch recently. I believe, mm, yeah, where yeah. they said this is how it's going to be, and then they completely changed the wording of it because <laughs> it was just it was the ad ad the thing, wasn't it? The advertising thing, yeah. They're like, this is how it's going to be. You can't change your minds. Everyone's like, "Well, we'll all fucking leave then." Like, okay, yeah. you've, you've changed yeah. our minds. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but, it was you that misread. It wasn't us trying to be bullshit. Haha, <laughs> psych. That was just a joke. Sorry about the guys. Come back. <laughs> April Fools. It's March. <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> But I think oh, man. I understand them wanting to close down inactive accounts, but the whole fact of them saying initially that they were going to remove access to the purchased games, I think you you you're, you're well, gearing up, up you're for a, 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 lawsuit. a lawsuit. Yeah, it's a dangerous game to play. Which... It is, and the fact is, there's loads of people out there that have bought every single Assassin's Creed game, every single Far Cry game. For since they started releasing, and you're threatening to remove them if people don't quickly sign in. Like, I can't remember seeing a date that they had to have been signed in by. If there was an announcement saying, by this time, you have to sign in, it was kind of like, well, no, apparently, they were what they were doing, they were suspending accounts, and then you had they'd send an email out, and then they'd say. Right, you've got thirty days to log into it, and if you don't log into it, it's gone. But like my account, I'd be fucked then because I've already lost one account which had all of my in-game purchases in, because it was linked to an old email address that I had through BT, and because we stopped paying a BT bill because we went to another internet provider, they closed my they closed my email account. Which see I, that is dodgy shit. practice. I had a Barney with that because initially my Xbox account was linked to that email too, and I remember you couldn't change. The only way you could change our okay. email address on your accounts at a time was through an Xbox 360. For the longest yeah. time, well, it was only fairly recently you could do it through the PC. And I remember emailing them going, "Look, I don't have access to my email. I need to swap it to my new email. What do I do? That? Like, oh, you'll need an Xbox 360. I don't have an Xbox 360. Oh, you'll you'll need to buy an Xbox 360." You don't sell Xbox 360s anymore. That's two generations ago. Uh, well, you'll need to get a second-hand Xbox 360. No! I'm not spending 50 quid on a fucking Xbox 360 to change my fucking email! Yeah, that sort of shit is fucking bullshit. Yeah, so, like, because oh. I did that, Ubisoft had a similar thing. Can't change your email that it's linked to. So I had to then make a new email. Well, I could change it, but the issue is to change it, they need to send an email to your old email and you need to confirm it. Yeah, right. Well, the issue is I don't have access to that email. That's why I'm fucking changing it. The thing is, you could. It's weird that Microsoft, this big corporation, works in that way. Yet, when you think about like government things in the UK or other accounts and stuff, like you need to change your mobile number or email address. 
you ring someone up, you speak to someone on the other end of a phone yeah. and they'll go, yeah, yeah, we can do that for you. And it's done. So what's the difference between a government official thing, you changing it on there, compared to a corporation as big as Microsoft that could fucking handle this shit? It's, it's, it just because baffles Xbox, me. And I love you, Microsoft. I love you, Xbox. I've been with you for fucking donkey's years. You shit. Your Windows updates are shit. Your customer, customer support is shit. Your color scheme is shit. Bill Gates' hair was shit. Like, fuck you. And have another one. But I'm still a fucking Xbox fanboy. But then again, I've now got a PlayStation coming because I've fallen in love with that controller and that may, may very well change my opinion. The thing is, though, what you're doing is like being a hybrid person. You've got Microsoft, then you're going to have Sony and everything. Uh... Oh, I think we've just lost Sam. Oh, no. Sam. At the end of both worlds with it. We lost about, you then, mate. Do you want to repeat about, that? Hello. Yeah, you're back now. You're back. What was that? Sorry, mate. It's it's just the fact that you're getting a PlayStation. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure that you will still be. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> this is such an interesting point. He's doing it on purpose now. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but you know, yeah. I'll yeah, I'm, just, I'm just freezing. <laughs> I'm like getting halfway through a word and just like. <laughs> Funny bit is though when he pretends to freeze and then it actually freezes while he's pretending, which I think is genuinely just done. Oh my god! It's genuinely just no, done it. it hasn't. As in, no, no, no. Yeah, it's just wobble, really the still. The wobble of the camera stopped. I genuinely thought you'd faked it, and then it had happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I will. No, I will still go back is... to my Xbox. My Xbox will still be my main hub because we've got two of them in the house. So both me and Hovel can play them. It's got the most games on it. But mm. th- I just don't like the fact that to be this hybrid gamer with both consoles. You damn near need to pay a grand unless you get it second hand from CEX because uh, an Xbox Series X is 250 quid or no, 270 quid at CEX. Yeah. Well, but I mean, like... I've been quite fortunate with mine because I got an obviously two series, this accidentally sent me two Series S's instead of one. So I paid 200 quid for two of them. And then Although I... I'm going out and getting that new Series S one terabyte. Yeah, the black one. Yeah. See, I'm quite happy that I've got mine in white because obviously I'm now getting the PlayStation 5 as well, which is white. And now I just need an OLED switch because it's white. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make it all match. But uh, Not not, not make your, your missus jealous, but was in CEX uh, in the local area and I saw the Zelda Ooh. switch in there for like Ooh. 270 quid. Oh, nice. If I had the money, I would have just like I would have traded a kidney if I could. If they did like a surgery <laughs> in the back, remove my kidney. I genuinely thought you were just going to say if I could trade a kid. <laughs> just like just go pick one up outside. Going, I'd like to bring this child, and then just here you go, switch. It's one way to trade. I mean, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, it goes back to that old medieval times of trading like kids and animals and produce buying a switch i call upon the law of surprise (laughs) i challenge you to i throw my glove on the floor and i challenge you to a duel to the death (laughs) do you bite your thumb at me sir 
I do mm -hmm. like Lights Amateur, sir. But yeah, but the Ubisoft, going back to the Ubisoft thing, I do think that Ubisoft doing this is a bit of a dangerous game considering how disliked they've kind of, like every single game they've released in the past couple of years has been mediocre. They've had all these sexual harassment allegations. Skull and Bones is in development hell. Um avatar pandora whatever the fuck it's called has been in development oh, yeah. hell i'm i'm still going to be surprised if that actually hits its deadline same with the same so as star what, wars what, what happened with the pandora one so it's just been because of covid and stuff it just got kept, kept getting set back and back and back and back and back but the issue is so did skull right. and bones now skull and bones is still nowhere to be seen skull and bones is going to die before it it's already dead in the water quite aptly it, considering it's a the, the initial game. announcement of it and everything so hyped yeah it's gonna kill sea of thieves but then nothing has really materialized since well they basically, and sea of thieves they basically just keep going and around, get better the whole point of skull and bones initially was it was supposed to be assassin's creed black flag without the assassin's creed assassin's element so you were just supposed to play a pirate with a ship and it was like everyone was like this is going to be awesome and then mm -hmm. beta testers went in they were like it's already predominantly microtransactions in the beta in, in the closed beta in the studio uh, before it's even been released it's, it's a, I, I think the worst thing about it was when they did the first reveal with the gameplay they were showing like the fully customized fully maxed out ships and it looked incredible from like the battle scenes but when you think oh that's someone that's got everything at the end game level playing it does that mean that it's going to be a bag of fucking shite when it actually releases and you get your first ship are you literally going to be throwing peanuts at people that compared to like paying for all of these packs and upgrades and stuff because oh, it's, it's, it's just bad yeah, it's gonna yeah, be bad. It's, uh, it's, we'll see how it goes but fucking hell it's, go it's going to be a mess but going from one mess... Going from Ubisoft to another. Yeah, going, uh -huh. going from Ubisoft to another another company. As we all know, recently, there's been a lot of back and forth between uh, Courts and Activision Blizzard and Microsoft. Microsoft yeah. have, have basically already won. We've just got to get clear this thing in the UK, which is going to be a breeze. <laughs> They've got no leg to stand on no. now that all the other countries and stuff have turned around and said they're, the UK are going to get bullied into it. Oh, 100%. The only thing that they could do is throw into the caveat of having certain terms of, of deals and stuff, which I think is going to lead on to what this next I, topic is all about. I just love that every single country basically had an in, it has an independence state against the UK and now Activision Blizzard are going to as well. Oh, God. <laughs> We're gonna lose another war. Um, but yeah, so Sony have agreed to sign the 10-year Call of Duty deal with Microsoft. After a lot of back and forth and a lot of arguing, they have finally agreed that it is within their best interest. Ten years on their platform, they're still gonna get Call of Duty. Um, so binding agreement, so Phil Spencer can't pull out of it, anything like that. I feel like it's good. But I the thing is Sony don't like it, but it gives them time to sort the shit the out. Thing, the thing is, Call of Duty as a franchise has been dying for a very long time. Oh, and Microsoft buying it could be the saving grace, like with the Blizzard um, acquisition, getting hold of World of Warcraft and Overwatch and stuff. 
it's all games that were really loved and beloved by people that have now been taking hit after hit after hit for bad content released. Yeah. Wow. Whereas the acquisition, Call of Duty could come back to its roots. Now, weirdly, it's slightly off topic. I was in a charity shop and it's literally the fact of um, Call of Duty. I went in there and there was every single Call of Duty game from my childhood. Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty 4, World at War, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, all for a tenner. Now, if they, if Call of Duty can get back to that stage of the Call of Duty gaming, I'm more than happy with it. And the fact that Sony have now finally rolled over and accepted this deal means that Every platform is going to get Call of Duty. Well, the thing is, at this minute in time, the Call of Duty is actually the biggest it's ever been <laughs> for one simple reason. The first thing Microsoft did as soon as the deal went through in America, they switched on all of the servers for all the old Call of Duty multiplayer games. Microsoft switched them all back on. Everyone's back I playing all the that. old games. Yeah, they did it, I believe, last week. People are back playing the game. I'll games. see you later, guys. Enjoy <laughs> your podcast. But yeah, it's I, I've got Call of Duty. I've got Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two to reinstall on my laptop, and hopefully, my VAC ban has been lifted after decades. Oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Microsoft that did. But all the all the old servers, as soon as the deal went through, a couple of days later, all the servers are back on, and now everyone's flooding back to the old games, which I think is amazing. I think it's. I, I'm so happy that they've done it because, like you said, the, the the classics from when we were growing up. Like I still remember, fucking COD Three was amazing. Call of Duty Two, the big red Call one, the little spin-off. Fucking, I still remember the big red one that was literally just on Xbox. Yeah, wait, no, big red one was on PlayStation Two as well. I played on oh, PlayStation. Oh, it was 2. on PlayStation 2. I see I wasn't a PlayStation kid when I was younger. I only had the original Xbox and I remember that being one of the if not the greatest Call of Duty games. I still remember. Ever. I don't know if you remember that mission in Africa when that Panzer tank is chasing you through the village and it's just crashing through Bill. Coolest fucking thing ever. The thing is though, with the deal now going through and Sony signing it, I think Sony yes they've signed the 10-year deal for like current and next gen call of duty games but if i'm not mistaken i think we're getting every single call of duty game, game, to game pass. on game pass we are like they did with the classic which Dooms includes and stuff. the original battle chest which i'm i'm which... looking forward to all of the call of duties coming to game pass because as a child growing up i never got to play world at war that was one I missed, and everyone says it's the best one. So I am looking forward to being able to go back and play that. I got, because I had a Nintendo Wii at the time, I got them weird spin-off ones. So like, I got Black Ops 1, and I got COD 4. Couldn't play Modern Warfare 2. I didn't have the right controls until Modern Warfare 3, so I missed out on Modern Warfare 2. I had to go back to that one. By that point, the multiplayer was just oh, full of hackers, and it you, was dead. You don't know the, the, the Akimbo Model 1887s or the Intervention Quick Scope montages. Well, this is the thing, yeah, and... because by the time I actually got to play Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer, it was after three Modern Warfare 3 had come out, and we all know the thing is, like, as soon as the next one comes out, Call of Duty, the sack off giving a shit about the last servers, hackers come in, turn into chaos. So I never got that proper Modern Warfare 2 experience, but stuff like that. So, like, on the Wii, we never got Call of Duty World at War. We got a spin-off of it called... 
Call of Duty World at War Final Front, which was just a single-player experience. Well, that might have been on PS2, not Wii, actually. I'm not sure. But there was a spin-off of it. I think it, it was 2. It was PS2, yeah, because the actual game came out on PS3, didn't it? And then PS2, it yeah. was like... Yeah, because you've not got the new consoles. Here's your sandwich filler thing. It's a bit like when they made Assassin's Creed Unity and then did Assassin's Creed Rogue for Xbox 360 and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I had that experience. So there was, I don't think there was any multiplayer. I can't remember there being any multiplayer. There was no zombies on it. It was just a story. And the fair enough, story, outstanding. But yeah. seeing all my friends grow up and be like, oh, I remember World at War playing World at War Zombies. I never had that. So for me, the fact that they're going to be coming to Game Pass and now the servers are back on, Fucking damn right, I'm going back and playing World at War Zombies. I'm not missing that See, shit for the here's world. Here's the thing. On PC, you've always had the servers up, but for consoles, they were, sh- they were turned off because yeah. people were hosting servers. And at home, on my PC at home, I've got the old Call of Duties installed. Like, I can go and play Call of Duty 4 multiplayer whenever. Yeah. I can go play World at War multiplayer whenever, and there is an active community for it. But for consoles... Modern Warfare 2, up until the point where they closed the service, you would basically spend about 45 minutes waiting for a match with the yeah. seven or eight people that were actually still playing the game. Whereas I think with Call of Duty, I know that it's slightly off topic from the deal being agreed by Sony, but Call of Duty coming back in that sense, you've got a contender with Battlebit. Yeah, like Battlebit Remastered, that's which is like the Roblox Call of Duty Battlefield game. Shitting on Battlefield Twenty Forty Two, in it. I've seen bits about oh, it. Oh, I, I, I have played it. I played the beta stages of it because I was lucky enough to be accepted into it. And oh my god, that game is ten times better for shit graphics, like Roblox graphics. Well, the thing is, that's the thing the because it doesn't take it, it doesn't take much insane. to run it. So I keep looking at it and going, should I pick it up for my PC? I reckon it'd be a right blast. Honestly, anyone that is listening to the podcast live or listening to it to date, we should all get it and have one night of like a community night or something where we just play Battlebit Remastered. We will have a full squad. Because I think you can have like up to... You are muted, by the way, Felix. I think you can have up to like... Yeah, I know, I know. I I was was Googling stuff. (laughs) But yeah, But honestly, I think... It would be really good. But Sony agreeing the deal, it's about time they pulled their finger out their ass and just accepted the fact that this is actually happening and the fact that Microsoft aren't trying to fuck them over. It's the fact that the company's being bought like any company and they just just need to accept it. Yeah. So going on from... We'll, we'll stick with the Activision Blizzard deal-oriented topics. Might as well. Yeah. Overwatch 2. Engagement mm-hmm. and player investment is declining, Activision Blizzard admits. And they're hoping that their next major update fix it. Now. Okay. I think it's been on decline for a while. I think this latest push mod that they added doesn't help because people are getting them game modes more than any of the others and it's a shit game mode <clears throat> oh the push the robot one i don't like it yeah i feel like battle pass needs half the stuff you get in the premium feels like there's stuff they could put in the free and they need to make the battle pass more interesting i feel like the new game mode this story-based game mode is gonna help 
a bit. Mm. But once people have played it, I reckon all them people that have gone or come back do it and go again. I don't know. But I feel like the, it's it is on a decline. Definitely. I've felt it. The thing the thing with Overwatch and everything is when it first came out, it was very good. It was rivaling the other like five versus five or six versus six uh, game modes. But the thing is, it's fallen into the same issue as everyone else. The updates, like major content updates, not just like nerfs and buffs to certain characters and like bug fixes, the updates have been few and far between. Yeah. So you've not really got anything new ever since Overwatch 1, really, except for a handful of maps, new champions, but the story mode was teased for so many years. And then at one point they said that they were completely scrapped the story mode yeah. to then recently announce that they're bringing it back. It, it's, 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 they've, they've had too many losses and the game has been so stagnant in comparison to other games. Like you've got Valorant that came out, which was like a five versus five objective kind of game. And people love Valorant because it was basically CSGO meets Overwatch yeah. because of the abilities and stuff that you can use. And people would more, much rather play that because they're, they're introducing new characters quicker, yeah. introducing new maps quicker. Game modes, there's going to be new game modes. Overwatch has been in decline for engagement and player investment because what are they to invest in? They don't level up their characters, really. They no. don't... The, the the battle pass is just a bit meh. It 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 doesn't add any bonus or or anything. See, the problem I have with um, Overwatch is I I really like the game. It Overwatch Two specifically. It's 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 fun. I love playing it. It's I don't really have that much bad to say apart from I don't really like the push the robot, but that's whatever. I do agree with the stuff that um, the battle pass. Is a very big hit and miss, and unless you actually buy it, you tend to get like next to fuck all really with it. Um, but like, it's it's stuff like, you know, stickers and voice lines and whatnot. It's just like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. But like, unless you buy it, you don't get stuff like um, skins and I don't know what that sort of stuff. Um, but even then. I found it like the uh, the season that was before the one that's happening right now. I forgot what it's called. The one with the galactic sort of spacey yeah. theme. Yeah. Um, that one had very little for me as a casual player. Even because... the, even the max level battle pass thing, that skin for Sigma. Yeah, all, I don't play right, Sigma, but Sigma's shit. So well, uh, yeah. Um... I mean, people could argue that, but um, what I was gonna say is that like I. Personally, I don't play Sigma. I don't, I don't. play it. So, like, I, I, I got, like, I finished the Battle Pass, and I was like, I don't really get much out of it. You know, it's like, it, it, in it, this yeah. one, in, the, in this one, in the newest one, I am absolutely loving it, because there is a Kiriko skin, and I tend to main Kiriko, or, or Mercy, depending on, like, how I feel like on the day. So I've got a new, brand new, beautiful skin for Kiriko. But then again, someone who doesn't play Kiriko, it's like, well, I'm going to get through to level 80 and I'm not going to really get that much, you know? Exactly. Yeah. If if they change the battle pass, and I know that it would be a big move and they'd lose out on all of the smaller packs and stuff that they can sell. But if they had just done it where the end battle pass, you got a, sing a specific skin from a specific, like, 
brand or theme for yeah. every single one of your characters so that if you completed the battle pass at level 100 you got you a junk like you, you, you had every a yeah. skin for each individual character that would bring people back yeah i think but, that would be better but, it, but i me, also think that the more... engagement and the player investment it's because Blizzard's got this bad rap at the moment because yeah. of all the SA allegations and stuff. It dropped in that it dropped a lot. A lot then of they started to push it, yeah. like the pride and the character, like the new character that like makes the flower up in the air. I don't know what's fucking name. Um, is. Life Weaver. Yeah. Life Weaver. Yeah. They added that character in, and they've got all these backstories, but they haven't really developed it further. But because of all the SA stuff, people fled from it and were like boycotting Blizzard games. Then you had a little bit of an investment back into it when they started to release a few extra updates with a few extra characters. And now you're seeing the same thing again, that it's going back down again. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, uh, it's kind I'm, of up and down often, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like what doesn't help for me is I feel like when Overwatch 1 first came out, all the characters I had there, you could clearly see a pattern in the characters about who was a direct counter to who and you could play mm. if you could it gave you more strategies which is why i kind of like games like rainbow six siege because it's like you have these defense characters who use electronics but then you have these attack characters who specifically are designed to remove the electronics EMPs and stuff yeah you can see the direct counters in characters but i feel with overwatch there's been that many reworks and all these new characters have added and it's gone from there being direct counters in the characters to just all of the gameplay feels a bit like them. It's still fun, but the the actual like terms of like countering certain characters feels a little bit more muddied, a little bit more of a haphazard mess, which, mm. it, like I said, isn't to say that the combat's not fun because I really enjoy it. Like, you've seen me when I play Arissa. <laughs> I have the fucking greatest time ever. But yeah not having them actual strategies there and it's just being like pick my character i like and hope for the best kind of deal it doesn't it doesn't have that same draw it used to, and i feel like that's the issue and then you've got these people returning who are like oh i remember when i used to play this game and i used to love this character and you go in and the skill set's completely different and you're like oh, what? yeah why they, ch- they they changed quite a lot of stuff didn't they um coming from the first yeah. and the second when game. It- and then yeah. you've got a mayor who, they, they ha- just... who just doesn't fucking change. <laughs> Ever. But May, to be fair, I was looking a bit more into May, mostly because boyfriend started like playing a lot of May recently. And like she uh, I, I don't know whether this is blasphemous to say, but she's kinda a lot of fun. <laughs> she's so fun to play. She's but great she's and she's such so cute. A dickhead and then, to like, fight against. She is a dickhead to fight against, that's true, yeah. <laughs> But I, I agree, she's such, such, such a laugh. I remember when I were running a, a few weeks back when we were all playing together, I had a great time playing May because I just knew that everyone was probably looking at me and thinking, he's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that, I love that because I am an asshole. So I love playing the thing characters is, that makes I'm, me look like one. like that with a, um, with a Moira. Yeah. I, me and Moira are like two peas in a fucking pod. I can be the highest damage, most kills on the team. Or I can actually be a healer. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't like. I, I have a beef with people who play Moira as a DPS because, fucking heal me, please. <laughs> like, you know. No, I, I the thing it. is, I, 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 I will counter your argument there. Never, n- nowhere 
does it say that I am to be a healer? I am here there as a support. Yeah, not a DPS, you're a support. The the, the, the role, yeah, but but support can be taken in many ways. I mean, the team needs support as in like doing fucking damage and killing people. So I'm adding support that way by carrying the fucking team. To counter (laughs) your support, Sam, that used to be the argument when Symmetra was a support. So to un-muddy the waters, they move Symmetra to DPS. So take your point and shove it up your ass. You're a fucking healer, heal. (laughs) Wow. Okay, I didn't want this to be an argument. I'm sorry. (laughs) But with Moira, the thing is, the heals that Moira do, the heals that Moira do, it's not as strong as the other champions. So we will go to DPS. But you've got it's it's that payoff, isn't it? It's like Moira has a high damage output, so the less than how well she can heal. Mercy, it's very rare you see a, 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 um, a warrior mercy, but when you do, great. But if you don't, a lot of them just have the staff out the entire time, don't do any damage, but their heals are strong as fuck. So I get, yeah. I get the, the there is that weighing up there, but no, I'd, I'd actually give a fuck if you want to be a DPS more or be a DPS more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, listen, I the you, you play more. The, the but... amount of times you've saved my yeah. ass by killing someone who's about to murder me, I'd you support in it. And half of the characters yeah, now can I support heal themselves you, anyways. Exactly. So why do you need a healer other than a mercy? Like, a well, mercy but... on the tank is all you need healer-wise. Yeah, but the thing is, is like if you have a mercy pocketing a tank and then you've got all of the other DPS dying, it's just a bit, like, yeah, but not th- fun. Then we look at when we all get together as a team, though, and none of us actually need a healer because you've got Sam doing DPS Moira and then you've got Maze playing Soldier. Who, whenever he heals, runs and gathers us all up and heals us all at once. And he actually hey, ends up doing hey, more yeah. heals at the end of the I game. DPS, than Sam. But I do chuck a healing orb to you, you every now you and do. again. We'll and if you that. do scream, at I least, need heals, that, I will true. heal you. If you tell me you need heals, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, you can fuck yourself. I'm going to be killer <laughs> player of the game, most kills, most damage, and you can suck on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love being Arissa though, a movable wall. Just fucking so fun. Arissa is fun. Uh, I do have a beef with Arissa's fucking um, spear. Not because I think it's unbalanced or anything, it's just that every time I face an Orissa, I get pinned to the wall with that fucking spear. And it's like, bro, fucking chill. Like, See, <laughs> you know. <laughs> with Arissa, I hate Arissa for the sheer fact that as soon as I've like, got my charge up for my ultimate on Moira, I usually get fucking speared out of nowhere. Like I can't even see Arissa on the fucking on the on the on the table on the on the map. But she's managed to spear me across the map, and literally the press the moment that I pressed my alt button, it's gone because yeah. she's interrupted the thing it. Is with and then Arisa, I'm just starting again. She's such a slow moving character, but every single one of her cooldown uh, her abilities only has like a six second fucking cooldown. So you can literally cycle all three of them to keep yourself alive without hardly any down downtime between them. And as long as you keep everyone in front of you, you're safe. And that's why I love her so much. It is true that like um Orisa is kind of an immovable wall. Like she, she's and especially when you do the um i forgot what the ability the is called but the spin. one where you oh no yeah that one as well but she also has an ability where she becomes like uh oh, yeah, more that, defended it's like yeah, the, 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 the shield that she gets thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 like she just she just becomes like a really good person to just send in the front well that's the thing because it really fills all of your health up with shields mm. and and then gives you 
damage resistance, no cold, uh, no overheating on your gun, and bonus damage. And it's like, it's, it only lasts a few seconds, yeah, but it does some fucking mean stuff in them couple seconds. Yeah. I love it. But we're, go we're going down right. a big hole here. About I was going to say, considering, yeah, it, thing is, considering thing it's is, 10 we to could 12. Talk about this. Yeah. yeah, we could talk about this yeah, for just... a lot longer, and we still got two topics yeah, uh, what, left on the docket. One last thing before we go. What, what do you guys think they could do to save Overwatch 2? Because personally, I think rather than releasing all these little shots, they should just, like Cyberpunk did to breathe new life in with Edge Runners, they should just throw a full-on anime at us. I well, think I mean, they they are sort of doing that with the new um, mini films that are coming out. But I, yeah. what I think the game itself needs something. I think it's the it's the battle pass that if it gets better, then you you can get all of the players back. Yeah. Oh, gay time. Gay time. I I reckon for me, there's a few things. The little movies great to tease things, but they need to come out more often. Yeah. Um, I think player investment, I think people having a reason to invest time that isn't just a fucking battle pass. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but us gamers, we like we like the grind. We like it. We liked it back in Call of Duty when we were grinding XP to level up a weapon to get a specific attachment. If they had more of that that wasn't just a paid for battle pass. I think that would be good. And the story mode. Like having an actual story mode in it. Yeah. Would help. Yeah, absolutely. In, instead of it being you boot the game up and you hop into a match and that's it. Your XP doesn't do anything for you apart from get your battle pass XP. Give us something else that we can do, sort of like if they gave us a progression for skins. The XP mm -hmm. was transferred, like you could set well, like a specific thing I skin. Liked is when it used to be you leveled up and you got a free loot box. I don't think yeah. loot boxes like that were an issue because it didn't cost any money. No, like loot boxes. Come back. Loot boxes, uh, the only time loot boxes that I looked at and was like, mm, that's a, just a scam was in Overwatch. Because like in Overwatch, it seemed like, okay, you just get a free loot box when you level up. Like that's not, that's fine. And from what I've heard, even though I played none of the Overwatch one, from what I've heard is every time you get a loot box, you would have gotten something you haven't gotten before. Yeah. They, like, what, it, you, didn't, you never did got duplicates. Is if you got, for example, you could get duplicates, but what they used to do is if you got something that was, say, a voice line, but you already mm. had all the voice lines for that character, you, you like if you'd get a different voice line for that character. You wouldn't get the same voice line, but if, you, if it mm -hmm. was a voice line for that character that it pulled and you had all of them, you would get a duplicate. But what they would do is they would give you the value of that as in-game currency instead. Oh, convert great. It. Just, it, like, it's a, a yeah, yeah. It, it's like a Genshin thing. When you're doing the pools on Genshin and you've got a duplicate character at C6, mm. you then get a, the full amount of that character, like, like that, that, that many the pools. in-game currency, yeah. So yeah. even if you got a duplicate, you, got you weren't coming back with nothing. And you see like five things from a loot box as well, didn't you? So it wasn't like you were just getting shit. Yeah, or, yeah. Or things, sorry. Yeah. I yeah, I think that uh, it's what I, what you what Sam was saying about the like the progression of skins and whatever. They sort of tried to do that in the latest season with um, Tracer, where she was just like you get more customization over skin the further you are in the battle pass, which I think that's a step 
uh, so, to like something better. So what you're saying is they took like the Fortnite with the progressive skins that you could get from battle passes there and they uh, added it to Tra Tracer. That's entirely possible. I've never played Fortnite I, in my entire I, life, so I, I have no idea how it works. Fortnite, so we'll take your word for that one. <laughs> Long and the short of it, the way that it worked on Fortnite was Fortnite, you'd complete your battle pass. At the very end of the battle pass, you would get a skin. That skin, you'd then go off and do challenges to unlock certain different changes to it, whether it be upgrading it from being like a basic, a cool looking skin, but a basic skin and adding cool armor to it or cool lighting effects or cool uh... um, anything like that. That's what it would do. And it was that progression that kept people playing Fortnite. So I think if they added that to Overwatch, it would be a and good they show. had like skins, a, develop, a developmental skin for specific characters on a certain theme it'd be fucking sick and it would mm. get people back but there's no there's no in encouragement to play the game anymore yeah it's it's a bit like i feel like it's it's gone a bit stagnant stagnant i think they just need to introduce some new stuff what they did in the last season was better with the uh, battle pass and like with the maps and with uh there was i don't think actually they added new maps um, but they're gonna add new maps in the next season, as far as I know. Yeah, and they added yeah. the little, yeah, they added the little story bits with like the quest watch or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah, like it they, was they added Tracer's, like, Tracer's girlfriend, wasn't it? Who did all the like little yeah. narrative bits? Yeah, it was very cool. Like I like this, but we need a bit more of this, and we need this to be a little better incorporated in the game. Yeah. I think good, good idea, I... a great foundation build upon it. That's basically the message that's that they yeah, need. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but. I think, yeah, we've we've said a lot about Overwatch. Yeah, sorry, I, I think I can go. Listeners can tell that we like Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we have a love hate relationship. We hate to love it and we love to hate it. Um, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so going on, this is a game that Sam's very passionate about. A game he's just mentioned as well. Uh, some drama around Genshin Impact. Um, so mm. um, voice actors are claiming that they haven't been paid in months, like for working on Genshin. Now, there has been. A response from the publishers at Genshin they have been paying but what they have to do is they pay the production studio that do the voice lines and then it's down to the production studio to then pay the voice actors and the studio have been pocketing all of the money um, which is an issue um, especially considering we are currently going through the writer strikes and a lot of people are like protesting and striking and now you've got this shit on top of it of people not being paid that's a bit naughty don't you think yeah it's um this is like an ongoing issue with uh not just there this is like an ongoing issue with like now that a lot of things are coming to surface about a lot of companies you find a lot of people pocketing money or doing yeah. something they shouldn't in like legal fees and like tax evasion and all sorts of bullshit basically and it's just kind of like i personally started to lose track of everything that was happening about that and yeah it's it's a shit thing it's horrible um yeah it's not it's not nice it's not either. i know there's not much we can say about it but it is one that i did want to bring obviously to like so mm. the thing is though you go first, sorry, mate. Sorry. Um, because it's like a broader thing, the fact that it's not just Genshin Impact voice actors that are getting affected by all of these um, underpayments or strikes or whatever, 
the worst thing is a lot of these big corporations have got so much leeway when it comes to it with contracts and everything. And they've been used because they've been the top of their game forever. The thing is, though, they're money grabbing stock payers, like shareholder payers. Like the the voice actors, the, the fact is with Genshin Impact and the fact that Hoyoverse need to turn around and actually sort their shit out with it is the voice actors make the game. I'm sorry, but the gameplay and everything like that it's doesn't make basic, it. Yeah. Genshin, Genshin is the, the the whole love of Genshin is the fact that it is a fully voiced, story driven game. Now, if your voice actors yeah. aren't getting paid, they need to take the step and they need to sort it out. Whether they yeah. they start paying for these voice actors themselves, creating internal department. Yeah, it is true that like the um, Genshin is it's it's a pretty game, but like its gameplay and everything, it's not different from like it's it's not groundbreaking of a game. But this basically. is it, like. like... Like you guys are saying, though, it is the voice actors that make it. Because let's face it, if it wasn't a voice acting game, it was just read text boxes and you chuck, I don't know, like an ad in there every half an hour, it'd just feel like any other generic mobile game. Yeah. But it's, I, it's I, I the post-production voice acting and stuff like that. That's the stuff that brings people in. Like, I don't play it personally, but I know enough people that do to know that it's got to be a de- semi-decent game. Well, you, yeah, yeah. Um, Mandy, Huffle... <laughs> I've, I've invested too much time into it. I've got too many multiple accounts with it I've, now. I've played a little bit. Yeah. I'm not I, that far into I'm, cu- I'm currently six accounts deep with two in each region. And the thing is, I love the game so fucking much. And the fact is, the voice actors, they are perfect. They have perfectly voiced these characters and brought the essence of that character to life. And not just with Genshin Impact. If people aren't getting paid for their work or their strikes because the writers for these things aren't getting paid, they seriously need to pull it out. They need to start investing a game. Because let's be honest... Gaming is the biggest. Is the biggest media thing industry in the world. at the minute? Yeah. Mm. So pay the people what they deserve, so that they can keep releasing the stuff that people yeah. love. And stop. The thing is, these big corporations, they don't make the money to pay the company to upgrade the company. They pay it to the shareholders. Yeah. So they need to like stop fucking doing that. New companies need to come out of the woodwork. Or the, the be main, formed. Like, the main um, issue with what's it's a little though. bit off topic. No, but yeah. But yeah, the, the main issue that is has happened though is the fact that a lot of places are just being given half a story. It's just oh the actors haven't been paid. Like this one, you look at this, it just says Genshin Impact voice actors claim they haven't been paid for months. Uh Paymon VA, Karina Botka among them. Nowhere on there does it tell you that the company is paying. It's the recording studio that they are giving the money to to pay the voice actors that aren't giving them the money. So a lot of people just read that tagline and think, Hoyaverse, bastards, which Hoyaverse haven't done anything wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're probably not perfect. I don't know anything about them behind the scenes. But in the grand scheme of things, Hoyaverse have done their part and the voice actors have done their part. It's the middleman who's being a cunt. 
But yeah, and that's the thing. Just There's too many middlemen. Yeah, and I do agree there is too many middlemen. But if that's the agreement that's been made and that's the contract that's signed, that every party should stick to it. The voice actors have stuck to it. Hoyaverse have stuck to it. The, comp- the recording company should stick to it, but they're not. But a but, lot of people will just jump on thing. Hoyaverse. The thing is, you look at companies that have an internal voice acting department. Yeah. And then you look at um, the other side, which is third parties, like a company hiring another company to acquire the voice acting and stuff. I'm going to say it, Warcraft. Warcraft have an internal voice acting um, department. All the people Mm. go straight to the Blizzard HQ and record called in there and they've been people that have been found to fit the role perfectly and apart from like strikes with the writers and stuff have any of you guys heard of blizzard not paying their voice actors no um no not really that never was a no yeah. because there's no middleman yeah they're getting paid directly from these other companies and i know that it is shit to turn around and say well cut the middleman out and it would have an impact on the people working for that company. But fucking cut the middleman out. Yeah, Get sometimes an internal you company. Yeah. You don't even need to have... You could literally get yourself an agent or you could get yourself... You could do it yourself. There are people on Fiverr. There's people that work from home doing all these voice actors. You don't have to go into a fucking studio to do it these days. Yeah. You can mm. get studio quality at home. So cut the middleman out that is taking these big percentages, pay more to the voice actors so that they're more enticed to come back into these projects and these games and these movies and these things. And then they yeah, can no, give us more, more stuff that we love. Yeah. I think, Not just for Genshin, but for everything. I think the main thing for Genshin could be the lad. We don't know the internal workings of the company, but I imagine what they'll have probably done is sign a contract at the start when Genshin was there. Don't know how long of a contract it was. It might have been for so many years of it working with this company that's not paying now not paying these voice actors and they might be legally obligated to stick with them because at the time i doubt hoyoverse was as big of a company as it is now because genshin was the first thing i'd heard about them but whereas now they've had they've got this standing and this amount of money that i feel like potentially if there is a contract in place that then the the company the voice acting studios obviously breached that so who knows, maybe with the money they've got now, they may be able to get out of a contract that's outstanding and get their own internal workings and move on from there, which would be nice to see. But like I said, I don't yeah. know the internal workings. I don't know if there are any contracts like that or what. I could be chatting out of my ass. I probably am. But that's how I imagine it would have been arranged was, all right, we don't have the money or facilities for this, so we're going to sign a contract with you. You're going to do our voice acting for us at the profits. You get this percentage, then you pay. The, then we're going to give you this percentage as well for you to then pay on to the voice actor since you're in their area and you're managing them. Saves us some money, gets you guys some money. Everyone's happy. Let's go. And then obviously, as Genshin's got bigger and bigger and bigger, and the fan base has gone into the millions and they've earned more money, that necessity is no longer a necessity and it's just there because of an outstanding contract that's how i imagine the business framework probably would have been lined out yeah that's the thing like you don't know a lot of these no a lot of these contracts they were made years ago yeah and the fact is they would have signed it for a 10-year contract most likely and it's it's difficult to get out of them unless the other party is breaching it 
or you then have to now. pay them a big amount of fucking money to buy them out the contract. To buy them buy that contract out. So it's a, it's a, it, you you kind of bite yourself in the foot, which is why I think places like Blizzard that have got their internal voice acting department where they yeah. get the voice actors in to do it all companies like that you don't hear about that issue because there's no middleman that's not paying them or paying them yeah. a lot less than what they were doing and taking the money so if for genshin and other games like that do with what blizzard do if you've got the ability to because your games are fucking beloved by millions out there and i say games because it's not just genshin impact the voice actors are also the voice actors for Honkai Starverse or Star That's Rail. True, yeah. So you've got two games that I know are making lots of fucking money because people <laughs> pay, love pay them. your voice actors. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's literally the that, yeah. Out, buy the contract out, pay, and then get them to do the voice acting because they probably do it at home anyway in their own yeah. little recording studios. They just send that stuff over to the agency or whatever and that agency then send it over just do it all in-house cut costs then have more money to invest in like the voice actors yeah. or the development of the game and i think that needs to be taken from a lot of fucking game developers yeah stop with the stockholders and and third parties and start bringing everything back in-house because everything mm. has been in decline ever since let's be honest call of duty the fact that it's no longer in-house, Infinity Ward passed it over to someone who then passed it over to someone else. It's well, like so third like, party. You've got like Raven are doing it or something. Raven, you've got like Raven, Sledgehammer. Uh, Ravenforge or Ravensoft or something. Yeah, Ravensoft, They're now doing it. Sledgehammer. Yeah. And it's all yeah. people that... It's all third parties. It's the title of the game, but it's all made and everything through third parties. Yeah. Yeah, and and they need to bring it back in house. That's probably why EA and Ubisoft and everything are going downhill because all of their games are like by little studios all around the place. Yeah, but Rich. I will, I will, I will throw throw my 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 microphone to the floor. That's me done with the Genshin <laughs> thing because I will Mind talk about drop. it for hours and hours and hours no, and it's hours. Fine, man. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you're the one who played the most of it out of three yeah. of us, so like, it makes sense that you've got opinions on it. I and... just love the fucking story, man. The story. Oh, honestly, no, that's fair. It. That's absolutely fair. Like, I really want to get more into the... Um, I wanted to have it as a buffer game in between Legend of Zelda and the next game, but Baldur's Gate's coming out in like four days, so like never mind. That's sorted. I'm so <laughs> hyped for that game, man. PS5 yeah. release I've, next month. I've never played. Can't wait. I've never played a Baldur's Gate. I don't really know what it is. Baldur's it's Gate a... One and Two haven't aged well, but Three looks no, outstanding. Uh, if you look, um, Sam, if you look into the chat in. Our call I, right I, now. I that's, can see yeah. your dark elf that's his character, on yeah. the that's, like that's, blue head. That's, yeah, that's my character in Baldur's Gate, and it's just fucking phenomenal. But um, Baldur's Gate is a D and D game. It's D and D but video game. Okay, my I only, may have to give that a go because I've never had D and D. Is that PlayStation, in order to try and compete with Xbox, have shifted the release of Baldur's Gate on their platform to the sixth of September, the same day Starfield drops? Fuming. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> You give both of them in, like, bro. I, you, you are working. You've got a child and two games to play. Fucking impossible. Like, <laughs> I know. Piss take. 
I genuinely think that if that's the case, then Yorkie should just jack his job in and go full-time content creator. Oh, mate, if, Honestly, I, if, yeah. if I made enough money off it to sustain myself, I fucking wouldn't have heartbeat. Honestly. That's one of the things that I was thinking as well. If streaming would be making enough money for me, like, fuck going to work. I would just do that, like, you know? The thing is, a lot of streamers that make it their full-time profession, they're doing other things on the side, like voice acting. Yeah. Or... Um, assisting with game development and stuff like that. So, with with both of you, Yorkie's got the whole. He could definitely be a voice actor. I would love to some do people. voice acting. Uh, and then, imagine, yeah. And then Felix, you've got that charisma that you could, and like that voice that you could, you could also do voice acting and everything like that. I would love to do voice acting. It's Felix uh, it's for Genshin Impact Two. Oh, honestly, if. I don't play Genshin Impact that, that much, but if there was, like, oh, we're looking for a person that your voice would, like, fit perfectly for Genshin's, like, fucking, I'll do it. I'll play the whole game, like, today, just so I know what's going on. Fucking hire me. Let's go. <laughs> I'd love to do voice acting, though. We'll, I reckon We'll, we'll, we'll so talk fun. about it after stream, because... Um... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're going off on a tangent oh. again, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, right, so final topic, and I've... I have got some Q and A's on my phone, uh, Q and A answers on my phone that I can uh, pick up as well. Nice. People's opinions on Kick. What do we think? Do we think it's going to overtake Twitch? Do we think it's a healthy environment? What are we thinking? Chat. If you want to get in on this, please feel free to drop your answers in there. I will, I will let you my, guys go first because I'm my about Twitter to go and fucking stuff off. Do you want to answer, Felix? While I get some answers up on uh, off Twitter. Yeah, and stuff? sure. I have I have also like um, responded to to your you Q and A on uh, okay, yeah on, on uh, threads on I think, threads yeah, yeah. Uh, but I I'm just gonna like reiterate that basically I heard a lot of horror stories about Kick I heard a lot of like oh unregulated content oh like no no TNCs and all that shit and it's just kind of like okay this is a lot of horror stories and like I haven't really looked into it that much so I don't know how much of that is true um, I also heard that a lot of people are having like better time with it than they're having with Twitch. Um, so it's like, I think it's worth trying. I think it's worth looking into. I don't think it's going to overtake Twitch because Twitch is like kind of shitting themselves right now about people leaving. So I feel like the Twitch is going to try and keep people in. Um, but I don't know. I'm just kind of like, because when first kick came out as a to the surface sort of a thing, like, oh, look, we're a streaming place and you can have like a better time here than you do in your whatever, blah, blah, blah. First thing that came to my mind, I kid you not, was do you know the kick messaging services? Yes. Yeah. Yes. God, I was I like, used no. To use that to say <laughs> so much as a teenager. Right, I, used to, and... I used to use it to speak to my current partner yeah. back 10, oh, 10, 11 years ago. We used and just, kick. And it's just kind of like, bro, there is no fucking way that kick the sexting app is doing live streaming. That's that, it, you know? When I was a teenager, that's all it was used for, for sexting. When I was 17, yeah. sexting, that's all it fucking was. Bro, yeah, absolutely. But it's just, and then I looked a bit more into it, and it's just like, because it was also the same kind of colors. Like, it is both, the same both colors. Of them, both of them are the same color scheme, the same sort of feel to it, and it's like this is weird. But I have I have looked into just kind of like the layout of it. It is pretty much like green uh, Twitch. Fixed, it's just green Twitch, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's and I know that their terms and conditions is different, and they're like um, like that they they have like a different sort of 
way of payout, I think. I'm not entirely sure how that works. I haven't looked into that one either. But uh, I, I heard people going like, oh, Twitch is shit now because they are changing the terms and conditions and it's all against the streamers and Kick is not doing that, so people are moving to Kick. But again, I don't really know how much of a truth any of that the, really the is. The thing is, though, it's one of them questions, are people looking at the positives of Kick there like that because they feel that they've been done the wrong way by twitch so out of anger they're looking for what they believe to be a better option it only looks better because they're pissed off at twitch well like, yeah that's once another the, thing, once, the, once all the hot air clears and everyone stop me like measuring dicks so if yeah. we look is it actually better probably not it might be on par maybe i don't know but like so my, my when... main issue and this huffles issue as well is the mobile app is scuffed there's no settings yeah. options on the mobile app oh i don't even have the, the mobile app the thing is and I think from what I've read and everything, Kick initially, so Kick is, it's run by, or the CEO of Kick is someone completely different, but it's run by streamers. But yeah. these are the streamers that were on Twitch before on the gambling sites and everything, encouraging like stake.com.net, whatever it's yeah. bloody called. And... The, the biggest issue with that is the fact that it was used as a gambling streaming website. Then they were like, oh, we're pissed off with Twitch. We're just going to try and screw them over. So they were enticing people. If I'm, There's no exclusivity clause with it. So XQC, he signed yeah. a massive multi-million dollar contract with Kick. I think it was like 100 million to buy him to send over to Kick. He streamed on Twitch more than he streamed on Kick. Yeah. Ah, right. They they've recently tweeted out or announced that they're going to do contracts. Like they've got, I think it was like a hundred or a thousand, one, a uh, hundred thousand pound payouts for like contracts. So a thousand, one thousand, no, yeah, one thousand, a hundred k contracts, or something like that. And then they've got like ten thousand. 10 grand contracts yeah or something along that those lines money to throw out at people to pull them yeah in. Mm -hmm. but the thing is all the money because kick has big ties with stake and other gambling websites i'm pretty sure that it's those websites that are now funding kick which then can get the people on the platform but the that the, the biggest thing is there's no t's and c's so you could be as controversial as you wanted doing a podcast on kick. You could yeah. be as controversial as you ever wanted That's to be. That's why people like Sneaker are on there. Yeah. It's it's like there's another platform called Rumble. I've now, Rumble vaguely is, heard of Rumble, but I've never looked into Rumble it. Rumble is the one. It's not so much. It's like a YouTube and a Twitch rolled into one. It has live stream opportunities, but the Tate brothers stream Ugh. on Rumble because there's no T's and C's and they can say whatever they want on there. And if you go on there, there's a lot of left and right wing people say, stating their own um, yeah, in thoughts on and it. feelings and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But the biggest thing is, Kick is slowly transitioning into that. They're offering loads of money to people and the payments, I think the payments is you can take out the money that you receive whenever you want. You're not having to wait for a threshold to be met yeah. or anything like that. You can go to your payment section and withdraw the money. But 
in the grand scheme of things, it's also a platform that's just come out of nowhere. The big wigs and the, the higher ups that own the company are the ones that are endorsing the scam of stake or like they got kicked off of kick because uh, not kick twitch because they were encouraging gambling to kids Uh and then they created a new platform and you look at it and there's two two big categories it's the gambling category and it's the hot tub category those are the two biggest categories on it it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's, it's, nice, though, which, um, it's that... nice for Twitch, though, because it means shit like when you used to go onto your homepage, and this is the thing that I had the issue with when the hot tub streamers were big on Twitch, was there was no censorship there. So you could go onto your homepage and it'd just be Amaram's fat tit recommended for you just because she's popular, even though you don't watch anything like that. And my, th- my thought process on that was you only need to be 13 to go on this platform. And yeah. They're pushing sexualized content at you on the homepage, whether you follow it or not. It wasn't right. Have, have you now seen that there is a mature thing? I have seen that they, they are putting a lot more. This is intended for mature audiences. Do you want to proceed things? And I I agree that that's a very good thing. But at the same time, I do feel like if you get pulled through the raid and you go into there and you have to click that, that can affect people coming into new communities it's, through raids and stuff. I think it's kind of like uh, it's not really a. a f- a fireball, so to speak, because no, it's, like it's just kind of like kind of deal, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like oh, by the way, just so you know, this is uh, intended for eighteen plus audience. Which like now I get actually on my streams now because yeah. I I I stream like you know eighteen plus games and I I swear a lot, yeah. so I get like the eighteen flag on my streams. Yeah, but like it's not it's not stopping anyone from watching it. You're not no. required to like confirm your age yeah. or anything. There's no agreements that you do and it's just I I accept that if it's something here that's for adult audiences and I get upset it's my own fault. That's all you're accepting. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Because it, it saves it us a good having thing, to make T's it doesn't and C's stop the, bleeding. It doesn't hands. stop younger children and stuff from accessing it. And I th- I think it goes back to a discussion that we had ages ago, whether it be on a me. podcast or whatever. They need to do like an age verification thing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Where you prove that you're 18 plus, And if you're going to these streams, that message doesn't come up. If you're going to well, an 18 plus stream, it it knows that you've verified that you're 18 plus. Yeah. And then it just takes you straight in well, like a normal raid yeah, would. But this is the thing that I actually was really surprised of is when I made my OnlyFans account as a joke. Yeah. The verification level on that is fucking so good. Yeah. Because you need a picture of you, a picture of some sort of provisional driving license or normal driving license or passport, some sort of photo ID. Then okay, you need I'm to sorry. manually put in the date of birth. And I think it's a manual and acceptance it. and review. It is, mm. I believe. I believe it runs through an AI first. And if it can't confirm it, it goes to a person. It doesn't just decline. Yeah. And stuff like that. So the sake, I think it was like 10 days or something it took for mine to come back because I was very yeah. baby-faced that... on my thing. But the fact that you had, I had to go through that just to be able to make a proper account on OnlyFans was insane. And I look at it and think, more shit needs that. Do you yeah. think that this is something that will discourage people from actually entering Twitch then? Because, I do. Um, I do. Yeah. It's it's just because no it's uh, I mean like the if if the verification would get like really strict 
and they would be like asking you to upload a picture of yourself and a picture of like an identification document or something like that. I have friends that specifically didn't open like Google accounts because it asked them to do yeah. it. Yeah, I would disagree. So, the biggest thing now, this is going into like governments and stuff with the whole fact of GDPR and everything. It it's literally the case that you go on, you do the verification, and all that stuff gets deleted. It gets removed. It's like when, for me, working in a British educational establishment, I have a DBS, yeah, which is yeah. like a safety check. Yeah. Now, for every single company that I've gone to, they've gone and taken a physical copy of the uh, like a. Yeah, they'll just photocopy your ID or your DBS yeah, certificate. They, they, they photocopy yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But the thing is, they're not legally allowed to keep it, so they only have it there during the probationary period. And then, yeah, and I understand. then as soon as it's done, it goes. Now, if they did that with the uh, verification, that you uploaded the picture and you uploaded your, doc, your passport or provisional or something, if they could confirm that it removed it and it's not saved on a database, but the verification has been completed and then your account gets flagged with a tick saying, yes, I am over 18, but the documentation is gone. That would be... Yes, and yeah. that is much that is much better, but people who don't know that will not do that. Like, I, I know... Even if you know they're going to get rid of it, you're still taking their word for it. Yeah, exactly. And like, I know because I also work in, I work in like um, software and educational sector. So I, I know how GDPR in these kind of sense works. Uh, and I know that like once, once it has been processed, it's then securely deleted. And I understand that as a person who works in it, but like, you're not going to have people knowing that. And I feel like that's going to discourage people from wanting to join Twitch then. You know? yeah. But the, the, see, this is my the, this is a broader argument that I could have with people. If it's the fact that people don't understand it or don't know Should it, they then they shouldn't anyway. fucking use it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it, true. It, it, it's like, and I'll, I'll use teachers in education. A lot of teachers in education now, they're older generation people that don't know how to use computers and stuff. Yet they're trying to teach kids. And on computers students how to use these computers and use them safely and i but just they don't think actually if, understand themselves exactly. how it works you know if you don't understand something you shouldn't be in that yeah. job role and i yeah. know that that would cause mass uproar and it's a really large issue but well, at the end I of mean, the day if you if you're teaching cybersecurity, you need to have a really good grasp of cybersecurity. Yeah. And that's that's for any skill really, but it's like yeah, I under I, I agree with that. Like if you don't understand how it works, then get your get your hands away from it. Yeah. Like you know, that's all right. I think. It's like you wouldn't trust Oscar Pistorius to show you how to shave your legs, would you? So why the fuck would I trust an old biddy to teach me how to use a computer? Exactly. I mean, yeah, true. I love it's, Oscar Pistorius. Not it, what he did. I just I think he's the best joke of all time. It's it's ridiculous, but. I mean, gone off topic. We have. So I've got some community answers. Yes. So uh, the lovely uh, Alpaca Alpha, the Alpaca Alpha on, twi on Twitter, or X as it's now called, So yes. in my opinion... I'm, I, I, will, I will say, just on the whole X change, I actually love the new logo. 
I don't. I, I kind of do, but I've literally only just made my uh, link tree look swish, and now I've got to fucking edit it again. But yeah, no, um, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it as a t sorry. Go on. Yeah, at the Alpaca Alpha on Twitter says, in my opinion, if it's run right, then it should go far. They have the money backing them to do anything, so that's not an issue. They're making contracts with creators to bring traffic. The question is, will it survive? It depends on if people want to change and use a new platform. Which, yeah. At G Gaming Huffle, aka Huffle Hobbit, says. Kicks app doesn't have settings. Laughing face. <laughs> okay, um, go into Alpaca's thing very quickly. Yeah. So yes, it's got money, and yes, they can uh, add a load of stuff. But when you look at Kick, it is just a carbon copy in different colours yeah. of Twitch, and it's it's one of those. We're Twitch, but we pay, but we pay you better in certain circumstances. Or we're Twitch, but we don't have all the rules and regulations. And I think yeah. that that's going to hurt the platform more. It could go far. The, the way I could see be really it, though, wrong. is stuff like the fact that they've not got a, a properly operational mobile app, and there's certain things like the creator dashboard and kick is awful. I look at stuff like that and I think, right, you don't offer anything new. You offer you, you're copying Twitch, and what you're offering is just Twitch, but less optimized. So less why, optimized and less rules. Yeah, why should yeah, why and, should and, we come? But like that, there I almost feel like that their main thing is like, oh look, we're Twitch, but we are not shit. And it's like that's not a good advertising strategy. No, that's not. not yeah. That's not going to get you. Don't anything. take something that's currently in a sense on fire. Yeah. And then advertise it as being the newest thing since sliced yeah. bread like yeah exactly like yes it's gonna have like an immediate effect of like oh look there is a better twitch over there but in the long run i feel like this is just gonna hurt kick as a platform yes yeah and... i think they, they they came out too quickly they, hmm. they they released too quickly and they didn't have all the proper things set up it's like having two twins one of them went through college and university got a degree and now has like a family with three kids a big back garden semi-detached house just living a great life and then the twin uh skipped college to become an alcoholic and is now in the back garden wearing a white hood and burning crosses <laughs> but because of that drunk they're going i'm burning you like that's how i view the parallels between twitch and kick do yes. you know what i fucking love about this discussion is that like me and sam are talking about these things that like i'm trying to keep like a professional level and everything and then and then, and Yorkie then Yorkie just comes, comes in with like yeah you know, with like like so it's about so it's like when you take a polished turd and you put it on a plate <laughs> you put polished turd you douse it in petrol you set it on fire and you say there's your christmas dinner yeah, I just fucking love the way that you speak about things. My man. analogies are relatable, all right? <laughs> they are, yeah, they are. And I'm in dog food, BDSM. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, at Mez on Twitter says, from what I've seen, there's a lot of unchecked racism and homophobia, etc. Um, on there, but the way they're paying big streamers for exclusivity shows they've got the money to do well. I don't know. I've not seen anything to draw me to watch, though, which I do get. But the thing is, yeah. a, a lot of these things, the whole racism and homophobia and everything, it's shit, and it needs to be stomped now. Yeah, like there should absolutely. not be that on in in this world, not just on platforms, but in this world, there should yeah. be none of that. Let's be honest, it's twenty twenty three. Move the fuck on. If if you're yeah. stuck in your old ways, 
go live in a fucking bunker somewhere with no internet connection and where you can't harm people with your words or your actions. But the fact is with money, so that's two people now that have opened up and said they've got the money to make it big. Money doesn't make these platforms good. Yeah. The money that we make on Twitch is paid for by our entertainment and us as people, not the people that just get handed these contracts with money. Just because you get handed a contract doesn't mean that you're going to make it big or you're going to be a a good person on them. I think the Uh, Tate are a perfect example of how money doesn't make you perfect. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it is true. It's a, it's a, uh, it's it's a very sort of sad reality of like, oh, there's no TNC, so therefore we can do whatever the fuck we want in here. And it's just like, no, just because no one regulates it doesn't mean it gives you the right to be a dick. Yeah. You know, like that's that's not how it works. But, I, yeah. I'm I'm all for people having their opinions, but when their opinions like start going with homophobic, racist, or any other insulting. Um, body word things yeah it's like if kicks already started with that with the likes that sneeko and and everyone on there are like it and that their opinions are very controversial but they they do it in such a way where they're just so open and honest about it whereas i'm not giving him any props but a san abby on twitch he at least looks at it from a political point of view and backs up his sort of things with facts whereas yeah. you've got other people that are just out there to talk random bollocks and shit and it's hurting people yeah well that's yeah. Like, i'm all i'm all up for a good debate as long as people bring facts to the table and can have an actual discussion that builds upon people's knowledge and you don't have to agree at the end but as long as you've both said your piece in an am- amicable way and you can sort of relate to each other's points of why yeah at least be civil about these yeah. things and yeah absolutely have a discussion about whatever but like I, I also have that kind of a unfortunately I had to put that in place um on my streams. It's like I'm up for any discussion in my streams, it's all fine. We're not going political just because I don't want people arguing on my channel. Yeah. But mm. but but it's uh main thing on that is like, yeah, swear, have fun, say whatever the fuck you want, but like be reasonable about it. Like don't yeah. go around calling people names and shit like that just because you you know, Come like on. that's that's not fun. That's not that's not that's not swearing fun. That's just being a dick. Yeah. You know, like. But that's it, like the it, first rule in most people's is, don't be a dick. Yeah, that's the, and that's the main thing. The thing is, though, back in the day, people could have a sit down conversation and everything, and talk about these heavy to- topics, and it not be an issue. But looking at the people that are streaming on, uh rumble and kick and everything they're mm. screaming their point across with no facts well, that, it's whoever uh, can scream the loudest these days i think what hasn't helped with that because i've always i've always had the same opinion you have had like you've just said it's got to a point now where in society whoever can shout the loudest is is correct it doesn't matter what truth actually is it like yeah. the phrase my truth there isn't a your truth there's the truth and your opinion 
yeah that's that's how it is it's not it's yeah. not just because you think yeah. you're right you're actually you can, right yeah you that's, can have that's your side opinion. of a story like... from what you experienced someone can else can have their side of the story from what they experienced but there is only one truth and you've got to bring your yeah. opinions together and find a middle ground and that is probably what the truth is but the issue is yeah. with the rise of social media especially places like twitter is everyone thinks their opinion matters i've had friends where i've had to sit there and say your opinion doesn't matter. Shut the fuck up. Like, and I, I'll say this now. Me saying that now about people's opinions not mattering. My opinion that people's opinions don't matter doesn't fucking matter. Like, yes, I have a platform. Yes, I have people who tune in and listen. Same with you, Felix. Same with you, Sam. We all have a Twitch channels. We all have our communities. People come in, listen. Yeah, We're the core absolutely. of that. People want to hear what we have to say. Some people won't like it, some people will, some people will agree, some people will disagree. But at the end of the day, no matter who agrees or disagrees, no matter what comes out of our mouth, we don't fucking matter. And what we say doesn't fucking matter. The only thing that matters is if you've said something that upsets someone, that matters. But the question is then, in today's society, because we've got all these people who think their opinions matter, it's am i being a dick or are they choosing to be offended because my dad's always my dad's thing was always always was if someone says something and it offends you that is your problem not theirs so you yes. deal with it and i get that to an extent i do think like my dad is irish catholic he's a very offensive person i'm not saying everything <laughs> that comes out of his mouth is fine i do agree that stuff like blatant blatantly saying something to upset someone doing something out of malice Mm. you're a prick but if you say something just like for example um ricky gervais always gets in trouble oh no most offensive thing perfect example there's an um australian comedian called isaac butterfield who did uh, a joke it was about um indigenous australian people Mm. but he started the joke with these are jokes you cannot say because they will get you cancelled because they are very offensive and he told five progressively more offensive jokes about Aboriginal Australian people. Now, oh God. the Aboriginal Australians in the audience found it funny as fuck. 99% of the people in the audience found it funny as fuck because it's all about context. It is a comedy show. They are jokes. They are not there to hurt anyone. They are jokes. He picks on everyone. White, black, Muslim, Asian. No, he doesn't care what your skin color is, what your background is. If he can laugh at you and pick on you for something, he'll do it because it's funny. Vegans, cyclists, stop oil protesters. However, anything that you can... Yeah. yeah, anything that you can... Anything that he could nitpick at. He'll he makes it. a joke about because that is what he does. That's what, what comedians does. do. You don't that's go what, to yeah, a comedy show. The thing, yeah. you, the thing is, though, you don't go to a comedy show and think, I'm going to go there and I'm just going to be offended by everything. Yeah. You go to a comedy show to have a laugh, to let your hair down and have a fun night. Yeah. You don't go there knowing that, oh, I'm, if he brings up this, I'm yeah. going to be really pissed off. Like, you know that you go in there and it's a joke. It's not out of malice. He's not doing it. To specifically get at somebody the jokes everyone laughs at them everyone goes fuck me that's offensive ha <laughs> ha go home forget about it well that's the thing like this is the thing with like yes if you know that you go sure yeah there might be some offensive things said and all that stuff blah 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 but if you're going to a show a comedy show that you know that the 
comedian yeah. is using offensive and like dark humor. Just don't go if you don't like it. Don't, just don't go. Yeah, like you don't have to watch yeah, it. You, like, don't, you know. Like, I personally love Frankie Boyle. Chloe hates him, mm. so Chloe wouldn't go to a comedy show, but she wouldn't try and cancel him. But this has a Buffield dude. Back to the thing, did these Aboriginal jokes. Aboriginal people found it funny. 99% of the crowd found it funny. One white woman complained. He's had to go to a human rights committee and stand in front of a court. Oh, yeah. And that's and... the sort of platform route where it's like, I do agree that some terms and conditions can make you feel limited, and that's why the kick does have this appeal. But at the same time, it's going, it's going, it's like the, my best analogy for shit like this is I heard someone, sorry, I hit my mic. The best analogy I, had, I heard someone say the other day is choosing between kick and twitch is like being stranded at sea and being, find yourself equal distance between two islands. One island is very policed. There's a curfew. You have to pay your taxes, um, but it's safe. It sucks and you'll probably be miserable because you have to follow all but these rules, safe. but it's safe. Yeah. The other one is an island full of old cannibal tribesmen. Um, yeah. Which one would you go to? Safe pay taxes, yeah, if I'm being safe. honest. I'd go yeah, to the one with a shit ton of boring rules, but I'll live. And no. yeah, yeah, that's the thing. The thing is, you, you may be upset, uh, unhappy about the rules and regulations and stuff, well, but safe. the thing is you're safe. Yeah. And you'll have everything given to you that you need to to survive. Whereas the Cannibal Island, you're what they want to eat. You're what. It, yeah. It, 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 yeah, and in this analogy, it, it's a good analogy it, to be kick fair. Is, the kick is Cannibal Island, which I think when I do my first stream on that test out, I'm going to call it Welcome to Cannibal Island just because fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I love but, that. And you should can, play. Can, you should play, you play, play like forest, forest and yeah. stuff. Yeah, you well, can play forest. I'll play Sons of the Forest on PS5. Sorted. Oh, I love um, that. But yeah, so it's, it's a weird one. That's all the entries I had. I don't, actually, I think I'm... Did I get one in Discord? I might have got one in Discord. You, you did from, I think, Finality? Yeah, was it Finn? Yeah. I tried watching Kick, and the mobile app is a fucking dumpster fire. I couldn't have my phone landscape or chat disappeared, and the video only took up about a third of the screen. I guess the desktop experience is better... But even then, I've been told it's lackluster compared to Twitch. So unless they actually do something worth a damn, other than look, we're a competitor to Twitch, to Twitch, I'ma say nah. And no buying, no fucking buying streamers doesn't count. Once these these streams, once these guys' streams have ended, their viewers are gonna go fuck off. Another thing is also something something gambling and kids. I'm sure they won't see any legal issues in the future from that. I fucking love Finn's mm -hmm. way with words, man. <laughs> I mean, he something gambling. He just don't give a fuck. It's, it's basic. His thing is, though, it's everything that we've covered by other yeah. people's. The experience of it, like the mobile app. The mobile apps are the biggest thing yeah. for Twitch because people watch it on their tablets and their phones on the move. Well, I've, got, I've got a laptop, mm. a desktop. <laughs> Consoles that can play Twitch and a mobile. Damn straight, I've watched ninety percent of my streams on mobile. Yeah, and same. It, if so, the, the the app's shit. Yeah. Then there's the whole fact of paying money for streamers. Doesn't count. And the fact that you can't win by just chucking a load of money at it. It's been yeah. tried, it's tested, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. The way you do it is building up a community, and if the community are only there for money or financial value. 
it's not going to fucking work because no. what happens when the money runs out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Or, the, or, the, or it has a mixer situation where the platform just fucking dies. Everyone's going to flock back to Twitch or YouTube. Yeah. You've got the fact of the whole legal issues with the whole gambling and kids and all that sort of stuff. That's going to come back and bite them in the ass because if you if it you're leaving it to be an open place, it's unsafe for kids. Well, the thing or is, people... we've seen the whole thing about loot box. They've changed the laws in the European Union because we talked about this a couple of podcast episodes ago with Overwatch. That was mm. the main thing: is they changed loads of laws to make loot boxes illegal. Now, advertising gambling to kids, you cannot do it in the EU at all. It's not allowed. So, realistically, kick what be it shouldn't technically be a thing in the EU going forward. I think uh, that, that, that's why I, casinos and stuff. Yeah, you can't actually look into a casino because the kids will see it as giant vending machines and yeah. like arcade machines, and then they'll get the whole love for them and want to go in them. Yeah, but when yeah. you go to a, a, a casino resort, you can't actually see into it. You have to walk into the main desk, and then it's round the corner. And yeah. if you're a child, you're not allowed in. There's security at the door. Same with like gas stations and stuff. There's little casino rooms there. They've always got that it's bar government. across there that says eighteen plus. Yeah, eighteen plus. Yeah, and yeah, in some exactly. cases, they've got fucking security on the door yeah. that will stop you from going in. So if we're doing that already to stay in the UK. But then you've got kick out there that's like massive gambling with no regulations. Someone's going to bite them in the ass. Well, once, yeah, once, I th sure. once I think the whole Microsoft Lovely. thing's over and done with, yeah. it's going to move on to kick. Yeah. People are going to start Everyone's talking about kick. Yeah. And mm -hmm, then sure. kick's going to be in the, in the, the, the firing line because Twitch won't because Twitch has put stuff in, in place but the thing is, Twitch, is because, Twitch is trying really hard because of all these deals that these people have signed with kick though it's like well we're going to give you this money because we want you to stream here but you don't only have to stream here the minute that hits the fan all these big streamers are just going to withdraw the money jump shit back over to what they know they're safe yeah, mm -hmm. they've That's filled true. the pockets they're laughing all the way to the fucking bank i think the biggest thing is like if you look at kick i reckon that the next the biggest contender for twitch is YouTube. Yeah. But the only thing that YouTube have to do is they need to catch up with the features built into Twitch. Yeah. Like all the, the extensions, the bits and the subscriptions and stuff to the same standard. And then the um like better TTV and stuff yeah. like that. Once they've got those three things sorted, I I honestly think YouTube is going to be far greater because your VODs go up onto YouTube. Yeah. directly yeah and it's yeah, and, and you it, you like twitch remove your vods and and stuff after x amount of days whereas youtube you could have your vod go up every single time you stream okay, and it's there until well, the end of I've fucking time is i've started end of every stream export to youtube that's what i did this week while i was away is i got my youtube under under order so i'm gonna start putting all my vods on there because that's that's oh, yeah. literally what I've been doing. The last six weeks have... is I've been doing yeah. Photoshopy stuff. I've been doing setup stuff so that mm -hmm. when I come back, I'm gonna give YouTube a go. I'm gonna do yeah, yeah, yeah. do things have... with YouTube. I have been re-uploading all of my vods on YouTube anyway. Like the only thing that I changed there is just like I've got I've got like a um a YouTube th thumbnail that I upload on each of the videos. Yeah. But I'm 
I'm basically just exporting all of my VODs immediately to YouTube anyway. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing now. I'm exporting them all straight over, using the studio to cut the like opening countdown and the ending credits out of my streams. So it's just the content. And then just yeah. thumbnail on, uniform descriptions, post. That's basically, yeah, that's what yeah. I do. That's the thing. It's like youtube if they got the three things that twitch do really well with the extensions the pay like yeah. the bits and subscriptions and the extra things that you can do with twitch uh the algorithm that's the biggest thing if they can get a good searching algorithm for live streams on there like they've got on twitch i know twitch's algorithms a bit shit for being discovered <clears throat> but when you go to look for the categories and stuff it's so easy to find yeah. the game and then you go for like low to high or relevance yeah. or whatever you can you if can they, change it around. It's exactly yeah. if if YouTube incorporated those things, YouTube would win hands down. Yeah, and the fact that it's run by Google, which have been on the scene far longer than yeah, you Twitch don't really. Has. I do think the ads are ridiculous, but I pay premium, so I'm not bothered about them. But you hear a exactly. lot less shit from Google than you do from Twitch or Zuckerberg. See, the problem with it is like touching on the ads that you said it's like is it getting more ridiculous than twitch though like no. recently the, recently the amounts of ads that play over my videos is fucking stupid but, i specifically have a scheduled like break so that i can play ads and it's already not enough to play them yeah. during the video and it used but the thing but the thing is when you look at youtube and everything you each individual stream you don't when you're paying for twitch you pay £4 in the UK for a subscription, which then removes the ads that you see. That's yeah. four, four pound per streamer. Say you're, you know, you've watched 10 streamers and you quid. subscribe to each of them, 40 quid. Yeah. Now YouTube premium, if they added it in, that's one blanket subscription that will removes ads from all YouTube videos. And if they did it where the live streaming platform didn't have ads either, and you paid your 10.99 or whatever it is or youtube premium to remove all ads from the platform i would much rather pay that but this than is paying... but this is the issue is twitch does have something similar i think it's called is it called twitch nitro or something i'm not oh, sure oh yeah that's true but the issue is if you pay that yes your ads get removed but the streamers that you watch only get the ad revenue that they are losing out on from you, which means all these streamers that you actually want to support by paying your subs, they're losing five quid off their income, which I know why Twitch have done it, because you look at it and you think, well, they can pay five quid per streamer, or they can pay seven pounds to us, and then we get all the money and we don't have to give the streamer any cut of it. That's exactly what but, it is, yeah. Which is such but a then shitty left... thing to do! But then you look at like the payout scheme and everything. YouTube do it completely differently when it comes to like monetized and payouts. Yes, ad revenue is a part of it, but it's also the pa the fact views. Of, of views. Whereas Twitch doesn't give a fuck how many views you've got. Views, like ratings and stuff like that. Twitch yeah. only goes off the amount of people that are concurrently watching you there and then. Yeah. But when you yeah. finish streaming, you're done. That is you've That's done it. on Twitch because you post all your other socials on Twitter, Instagram, all yeah. the other things, Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook TikTok. and all that. TikTok's Whereas, cool. yeah. But on YouTube, you can upload individual videos, 
and they're there. You could be making money off those from people tuning in and watching. You can upload shorts and make money from those, from the views and potentially the ads. And then you've got the Twitch streams. Yes, you're paying YouTube premium to not have the ads, but it's also simpler because you can donate exact amounts of money yeah. and not have to pay 159 or whatever it is for 100 bits. You could just go, there's a fiver directly to you yeah. through the website instead yeah. of having to go through to an, another website like Stream Elements or Streamlabs to do the yeah. donations straight into you, which then you've got to wait with them with PayPal. No, it just goes into your YouTube thing and you get it paid out into whatever fucking bank you want yeah 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 i do i do like that much more because I, I do have a donation set up on my stream uh on twitch and it's like i don't want to push it too too much you know to the viewers because it's like i don't want to seem like too needy or anything but i looked into it and it is it's a bit shit it is a bit shit because it, it needs to go for several layers and it needs to go and doesn't count towards your payout and it's just kind of like this is, yeah. this is and, just weird and what you also have to take into consideration is those donations and stuff, I don't know what the tax laws are for it up to a certain amount, whether or not you have to then pay tax afterwards. But with YouTube, it all goes into your payout through YouTube, which then the taxes get paid through there. Through that, yeah. So it's and all you don't have to worry about it. It's like when I first started on Twitch, I don't know about you guys, but I was really worried about having to then get a finance advisor or something to yeah. do my end of year taxes for any income that I've made through Twitch. Oh, because technically it's a second job. Yeah, it is true. I, there was a few, um, there, there's this one streamer that I actually had a nice discussion with about on, uh, on Twitch, on one of his streams, a uh, pathetic wolf, wolf is his name, by the way, if you're interested, he does a lot of that. Kind of, he's great. Anyway, we had a, he had a conversation about like his payout because he does streaming full time and it is his main income. And he was saying that like, yeah, it is a bit of a faff because he has to basically do his own taxes, um, on it. And a lot of the times it's very complicated because there is like a, there's like a tax threshold for it especially because he's a streamer in the uk and you have to have like the uh you have the uk laws applying to it and then if you're in a different country it really depends on like where you are what your tax payout threshold is and it just becomes a bit of a just faff to work around with yeah it's uh, I, I was watching a TikTok the other day and it was of just a uh, just a minx a big twitch streamer mm one of the original OGs really from the platform and they moved over to the US now from a payout point of view they said that they get about 8,000 to 10,000 a month like payout before yeah. tax now well, being, this is on Twitch this, this is on Twitch they're very Twitch, high yeah. they're like thousands of people uh, thousands of people yeah watching. yeah yeah, yeah. But they get ten thousand before, or between eight and ten thousand before tax. They also have to pay sixty percent of that in taxes because they're Irish. Ah, right. So because they're Irish, they have to pay Irish tax, which is small. Then they have to pay UK tax because the America doesn't have a treaty with the with Ireland. So yeah. they also then have to pay American tax, and it's oh, all this God big damn. thing. That's Whereas with you. Yet with YouTube, I'm pretty sure the tax comes out as a standard rate 
for your country. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're Irish or you're British, you only pay that one bit of tax. Damn, yeah, that is better, isn't it? I don't want but to ever it's... earn enough to have to pay tax because it confuses Honestly, the fuck out just... of me. It is horrible. It is confusing. Not to mention, don't you also have to pay like fifty percent to Twitch anyway? So like, well, they take you... that out before the payment. No, I know, yeah. I know that, but it's like, so like, to make fifty quid on Twitch, you need to actually earn a hundred, and it's just, yeah. and it's just a bit like. So realistically, she would have earned like percent of she, your earnings. She, she yeah. would have, she would have earned actually more like near fifteen to twenty grand. Yeah, but and she gets Twitch like eight of them. Yeah. Then it went to tax, and then she got sixty percent of what was ever left over after Twitch had taken their half or whatever seventy thirty. I don't know. Then so it was she got, like, so she earns twenty grand and sees four grand of it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's fucking she, disgusting. It's she, horrible. She isn't can it? live with that. She said that she can live with that, but it's not right, compared though. to her living in the UK or Ireland, she was only paying I think forty percent. Was that twenty percent? Yes, that's only twenty percent or something. But that's still a lot of fucking money. That would go 20, from like four grand. Yeah, twenty percent off a large sum is a lot of money. Like you know. I mean, in the in the realistic terms, you've got kick with their new contracts that they're doing. Oh, here's a ten thousand pound contract, or a hundred thousand pound contract, or a million pound contract. Mm. But they just hand it all over, don't they? So what? It, it, it's not all regulated through where you're paying taxes through it. So you would have to take it upon yourself to declare that income. Yeah, and yeah you would have taxes. to take it as you're self-employed to then go through the self-employed tax um, tax um, admissions forms and stuff, which means you'll either have to learn it yourself or you'll have to get a financial advisor. But the other thing there is as well, if they get, say, 100 grand to go over to kick, that's going to bump them up a few tax brackets. And then that's going to fuck oh, yeah. them then when they go back to the normal income because they're going to be paying income for someone who earns five, six figure salary for someone who probably yeah. owns a four figure salary. Yeah. yeah. That's going to fuck people over more than it's going to help them in the long run. Yeah, it's. Uh... I mean, I know, yeah, it's, I know, it's gonna be, it's gonna I know be a new financial chip. year. They'll go into a new tax code and it'll get fixed. But by that point, depending but on the stream, still, the damage might already be done. Yeah, Sorry not for the to mention break, that you have to. But the thing is, the the biggest thing is though, you also have to take into consideration that you've got Twitch paying you, or you paying your paying you, and your tax bracket, you your tax brackets being shifted to the next one and you're paying more. Yeah. Did I cut out then? Oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, so you get you get paid from the platforms YouTube, Twitch, Kick, and you're paying tax on those. If you're a full-time content creator, that's a lot of money that's being taken out for tax or VAT or whatever. What about all your other platforms that you're being paid from, like your TikTok? If you're verified on TikTok and you're monetized by TikTok, how much are you going to have to pay tax then? There's so many individual things that you have to think about when it comes to this, which I think yeah. is why YouTube, if they sort their shit out and add the stuff that Twitch has that make it better for live streamers, YouTube would be it because it all comes under one banner. Yeah, you could you've got your shorts, advertise your YouTube TikTok, shorts. You've got your streaming actual... over Twitch and then you've got your VODs, yeah. Yeah, 
literally you've got your videos that you upload like that you've made edited everything like yeah. that you've got your live streaming platform well they've added YouTube. that media section and... in now as well so you don't even need facebook or fucking instagram anymore because you can put photos and text on that yeah exactly got so literally everything yeah every youtube i'm very tempted to give youtube more of a go, go. like I am edit, as well. do like a single player playthrough of a game upload it and see how it does promote oh, it properly yeah. on my platform yeah, well, that's what yeah. i've been doing is i've put my full jedi survivor playthrough on there i'm gonna keep doing that like obviously as i do more horizon as i do more resi and stuff i'm just gonna keep posting them there and do full playthroughs see if it yeah, picks up traction the problem with youtube is that uh youtube videos you can upload as much as you want but i'm pretty sure correct me if i'm wrong once you become an affiliate on Twitch, you're not allowed to stream on YouTube anymore. They've they've removed. You they've can't removed do the it. Exclusivity you just can't do it at the same time. Oh. Yeah. So okay. so you could do like Monday is a Twitch stream, Wednesday is a YouTube stream, Friday is a Twitch stream, and then Saturday it, is a YouTube stream. So is it still allowed to stream on TikTok while you're streaming on Twitch? Because I've seen people do that. Still. Yes. So basically, they've got. Um, I believe they're called short and long form facts uh, media and right. because tiktok is primarily a short thing and i don't think you can go back and watch vods after it's no. it's, it's classed as short form media so because like right. say if you were to do it on like youtube facebook anything like that where it saves the vod and you can go back after long form media that breaks the rules but because it's short form media and once it's done on there you it can't find matter. it again oh, okay, you can okay. just set it up and cut and double stream off both yeah because I was looking into that when I was looking at Kick and Sucks. Obviously, I used to long form multi stream across here on Facebook. And then I was told, no, you can't actually be doing that. That's against the rules. And I was like, fuck, right. Yeah, sorry. I'll stop doing the Facebook one then. So my Facebook's dead in the water because am I fuck going there just to do a, a solo Facebook stream? No one would come mm. watch. Because the issue with Facebook is 90% of people on Facebook, it's their own names and their own identities on there. And a lot of people don't want that out in the open. It, it, that's why stuff like this is so much better. Service. It's not an optimized service, it's shit. But that's why yeah. this is so much better, it's because you don't have to be you. You can just like, Charlie, Miss Delphin, I don't think she has, I can't remember if she has her actual picture on her profile, I don't know. But like me, well, man, man's a perfect example. Mine's just my, my account name as my logo and then my account name. If I didn't put anything about me on and I didn't stream, no one would know fuck all about me, you know what I mean? But Facebook yeah. gaming, if I was sat chatting in the chat there, you can go onto my profile, you can see, oh, it's Sean, he lives here. He's it's literally your Facebook account. Yeah. yeah. It's it literally yeah. your Facebook account. Even if you it was a, on a separate Facebook account, anyone that comes and views it, that could be their yeah. personal Facebook account. And yeah. the way that the chat works is like a comment section on a post. Yeah. It's not like an actual chat separate to you're yeah. you're talking and then people can find you very fucking easily. It's 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 not as nice, no, it's an it's an awful idea. But we've got off on a very big rabbit hole about picking yes i was gonna say we've, we've been going on for a while on this one we have it's been a good discussion though i've enjoyed it oh i loved we, it yeah the thing is i think just from our podcast point of view we need these big topics we do yeah, something, sure. to, something to discuss whether it be next week or whenever we do the podcast next going into more detail about youtube actually doing some research behind it and going q a option opinions on 
YouTube as a platform for live streaming yeah. and stuff like that. I think finishing off as a Q&A section, whether it yeah. be stuff that was posted previously or something that's come in via the chat during the, the podcast live. Yeah. It, it's fun. I, I, I loved that topic about debating not just kick but all three platforms and comparing yeah, yeah. them it was, so it was really fun so if anyone is thinking about jumping over to kick youtube anything like that i want you to know in my discord and i imagine probably in your guys as well you don't just have to post your twitch and your going live section no. if you want to post yeah. live on youtube facebook anything like that yeah. if you post them if people want to come they can come the, 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 oh, absolutely. the announcements of your going live and yeah. your schedules and stuff they are those those places in all of our discords are so that you can promote yourself you're not promoting yeah. a specific platform you're promoting yourself yeah. as a person as a content creator whatever platform not, you want to yeah go it's to. not even it's not even uh, like limited to youtube's uh, like videos and streams i have like artists promoting their yeah. latest like uh, like art in there as well so yeah yeah whatever you want in the self that's what the self promo channel is there it, 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 yeah. it's a community place at the end of the day it's not a twitch exclusive it's a community place where you can put anything yeah. that you want within reason and within the rules of each individual discord course, because yeah. there are those rules and regulations that we've put in place yeah but if you want to post anything fucking Do go it. for it if it's about a game or whatever and yeah, we're, sure. we're, we're all trying to build our own communities, aren't we? And if we can help each other make some sort of progress along the way, regardless of, regardless of the platform it's on, we're going to want to do it because we'd like to think everyone would help us too. So Yeah. But that's it, guys. That's our lot for today. That's one, two, uh, three, we, we, four, five, got... six, seven. That's probably the most topics we've ever done on a podcast as well. We've gone for about three and, hours, and, by the way. And, and, and the longest. Yeah, it's, it's been about uh, two hours, 40 minutes, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah been something a, like that. That's been, it's been a big... See, it's amazing what happens when we big have three episodes. people on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's thing you got to bear in mind, it, yeah, he's like, the shortest podcast we've ever done was when it was just me going through the Games Fest thing, and the longest one we've done now is when there's three of us. So it's obviously the amount of people... Let's never get a fourth guest, because I don't think I have six hours We're going to be here for days, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, a fourth guest would be good if it was a big thing, like, say, Games Fest or Game yeah, Con like one or topic. a big... Yeah, yeah literally, like one, you were just topic. covering, like, yeah. an like the the announcement of all yeah. the games for the next year yeah, or two and, and stuff like that. Yeah, That no, would be that. great with four people, and that was the only talking point. But for all three of us, I thoroughly enjoy chatting with you boys today. I it's been like that, yeah. really, I really, a really fun. good time. But, yeah, so uh, on that note, I have been Yorkshire Bother. He's been Dark MCR. Hi. We've been joined today by the lovely... Felix the Unicorn. Felix, would you like to tell the lovely listeners what you've got planned this week, like where they can find you, what your socials are? Yeah, of course. Uh, so my name is Felix the Unicorn with that um, tag on Twitch as well. Uh, I am streaming normally Mondays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And at the moment, we're going through some horror games on Mondays. At the moment, Darkwood. On Wednesday is my Souls-like slot. So we're finishing Lies of P and coming to the original um, oh, Dark, Dark Souls. Souls um yeah and on thursday is my chill end of the week tomb raider slot so come hang out it's always 6 30 p.m uh gmt or bst depending on the time of the year i would love to see more people come around you were so much more prepared for that than anyone else i've ever asked <laughs> thank you oh, was like, oh, i didn't know i was gonna get asked this <laughs> but on that note thank you everyone for listening um i'll get this up on google apple 
and Spotify because we are now at over a hundred listeners. That is right. We are at a hundred and eight listeners. The thank you, you guys, for getting us to that milestone. But until next time, everyone, stay sassy, stay slutty, stay sexy, have something good to eat, have a laugh, have a cry, have a wank, and we shall see you all in the next one. To do au revoir and a goodbye, you beautiful, beautiful people. <laughs>